0: episode 368 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed.
1: I am your host, Sean.
0: And hey, wel- Ed, how's it going? Good, how are you? Welcome to the program, everybody. And uh, here we go. Uh, how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: my week was interesting. Was interesting, okay. <laughs> um, well, uh, I, for the last couple of shows, I've been talking that, you know, we're not, we weren't planning on having a show next week because I... I was going somewhere and I, we were trying to keep on the down low. Um, Stacy, now we are still going somewhere, but ain't the original place. And you'll just have to tune into the next show for it to find out what we were doing and
0: what happened. (laughs) drama excitement at the same time.
1: Sure. Yes. Suspense. I can't Um, wait
0: to hear what happens.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, My week was my week was okay. I I mean, I didn't really do much Sat around house. Played video games, watched some TV. Um, Stacy and I did seem to catch uh, uh, Hamilton on Fourth of July, oh. which I thought was kind of appropriate. Um, it w- Have you seen it, by the
2: way?
0: No, not yet. My, my, my. I, I had. I spent uh, the Fourth of July with my older brother and my mother because um, my wife, my wife, went away uh, to visit her family, and so I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna stay home and do nothing most of the weekend. And, so sorry, okay. you know, so he wanted to see it. He was like, "Ah, oh, you know, let's let's you know, let's watch Hamilton on Disney Plus." But then I'm like, my parents' house don't have like I have central air in my house. They right. don't, you know. So you notice a difference. Like I'm a snob now when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and I looked up how long Hamilton is. It's like 2 hours and 41 minutes or 40 41 minutes somewhere in that range. Yes.
1: Yes, it is. It's it's very long, but I mean, it is a Broadway play. Uh, there uh, uh, there is a, a little bit of an intermission. Okay, all of a minute.
0: Okay, C-O-P. so so it's, you, <laughs> know, you so can't it's, push pause <laughs> right. So you know you 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 kind of you know, I'm sitting thinking like it's going to be hot on Fourth of July. There's going to be a lot of fireworks going off because you know now that it's legal here in, in Philadelphia, explosions, I, uh, yeah, explosions, was, explosions, I, <laughs> and then like I. I Good.
1: Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was just uh, saying, you, I, you bitch first, and I'll bitch second. It's it's
0: it's you know I know it's a holiday, and you know it's, it sounds like a war zone, but we have we've been having it every day now for the last you know two three weeks, uh, at least uh, of people setting off fireworks, especially in the middle of the night. And you go, why? Like, why do you need to do I, this?
1: I, I honestly had it was quiet. I mean, and not quiet. Um, I mean, the, it, there was a moment where it was like. Uh, it was just like a firing squad. Just numbers, fireworks, 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 fireworks. But then nothing, and it must have stopped like around eleven thirty. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? That's not bad. Uh, you know, every once in a while you hear something one go off in the distance, like a right. kind of thing. Right. And I'm like, all right, that's that's fine. Uh, I I'm also a very like, hey, since I have nothing to do the next day, I don't mind staying up till three, four o'clock in the morning. To get some video gaming in, like you know, because I Stacy's asleep. It's kind of like Sean time, kind of thing. Um,
0: it's on time, and
1: like around three thirty this morning, it
0: brown cow,
1: it, <laughs> fireworks, Ed, and I don't mean those <laughs> kind.
0: <I know. laughs> Hello, Lucian.
1: <laughs> no, I, I mean it. Legitimately, was it was like it it was like shock and all down here. Yeah. Like at three three thirty in the morning, I was like, "What the actual fuck? Like, come on, people! Like, it was nice and quiet. It was like someone was like Oh shit, I just forgot I had these. Let's go outside and set them off.' Let's <laughs> fish them the off. Morning. Yeah. <laughs> now, I I mean, some people are like, "Oh, what's a big deal? Stacy is from Texas, and in Texas, most people have land. Uh, one thing you know, one thing they don't have in Texas, Ed. What's that? Row homes.
0: Okay. Row homes
1: for those people who don't know a row home is a series of houses uh usually a dozen maybe more um on a neighborhood strip and they're connected legitimately connected by a wall um mm-hmm. uh ed, ed you live in what they call a twin right because it's two houses smushed up a little pack of land and then two houses a little pack of land yes i live in what they call a row home area where it's like I said like all like, every home is like usually two stories with a basement all smushed together you know it's to, house like, after house after for... house
0: after house I mean people seen it in movies I'm sure they you know if you you mentioned row home I'm, are...
1: I'm sure they have like yeah. uh, you know some people have never actually physically seen them and I can't think um I can't think of any movie really off the top of my head that really predominantly shows what a row home area looks like um and, okay Stacy just said full house that's kind of yeah, if you ever see the opening of Full House, all those houses together, I guess that would be considered a row home section,
2: uh-huh. you know?
1: That's, okay. That's, or if if you watch any, like, old gangster movie, like anything in Brooklyn or in Harlem, those are those are considered, might be considered row homes. Right. Um, but, so, you know, we have a dog. We're not the only person in the neighborhood that has a dog. Um, people are nervous. I mean, it, it legitimately sounded like it was... At one point, I actually thought someone was shooting a gun outside. Um, Stacy was asleep, and it was kind of off in the distance because usually you hear a before the pop. I didn't hear no pop. It was pop, and then pop, pop, and I was like, "There's usually like a after the pop, there's a yeah, like a, a sizzle, sizzle, sound effect." Yeah, I wasn't hearing none of that last night. And I was like, "Huh? I wonder what's because I live in I would basically I live in the hood, um, and." it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if there is a gunshot or two down the block. Right. In fact, there has been a couple to be honest. Um, so, but the point being it, it fucking people just are just ignorant bastards. I mean, you live in a real home. You don't, we don't have fields. Like if you had a field and you wanted to shoot off fireworks, so that way if one goes astray and let's say goes straight instead of up, you know, there's nothing in front of you around here there's cars and there's there's roofs like some people don't take care of their houses and there could be like it's kindling for fire yeah I mean it's just kindle wait waiting to happen
2: right
1: it's and it's it's it makes Stacy nervous I mean it makes me nervous too but uh, part of me is like well I mean what am I gonna do as long as you know make sure the batteries are, are okay and our fire alarms and hope for the best right you know but when I look and when I'm hearing fireworks go on, I look outside and I see the glare of the fireworks off the hood of my car, it makes me a little going looks me a little nervous going, that's a little closer than it should be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I'm like, Great, I can see the fireworks showing the reflection of my windshield. And I I'm looking at it from a second story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh great. Oh joy.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, I, I a part of me is like, well, it's, you know, the holiday's over now, so it should stop, right?
0: Well, it's, no. that's...
2: Because <laughs> you know why? Well, that was the upside
0: for right me. Now. Like, like at, right at midnight, it seemed like right at midnight, like either a minute before or a minute after, like right around then, that stopped. And I was like, I'm like, oh, my All God, right. like, really? Like, because usually it continues on, like, when it's not the holiday. And I'm like, is, is there a reason why, <laughs> like it stopped like before midnight or mid- at midnight. Like I, I was, sh- I was more shocked than that. Cause I'm thinking, cause I was thinking what, at what point am I going to call Start calling the police going, look, you know what? It's the 5th of July. Let's, let's, you know, it's over. Let's, you know, let's get these guys to stop, you know, that kind of thing. Like call the local well, precinct. That just,
1: that just sounds unpatriotic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're talking like two o'clock in the morning on the 5th of July, you know, it's like, I'm like, you know, some well, people do it. want to sleep we're
1: watching hamilton and it was still roughly daytime when we started because it was like seven eight o'clock at night you know there's nothing really you know it's over here yeah sunrise doesn't really sunset doesn't really start up at like nine o'clock there's fireworks going off you thought we were actually in the revolutionary war watching hamilton yeah <laughs> well you know like it was, it was like a like a live action thing going on because i'm sitting there going wow it's it's almost like it's real life
0: the you minute know? men are in in the audience i <laughs> think this is awesome I mean, it was great you it's know? Um, it's it's audience participation yeah. get your muskets kids yeah
1: yeah woo-hoo, let's go um so at one point even Stacey's is like can we call the cops on people I like, you, you, I mean you can call the cops on anybody sure but uh, I I don't know if they'll come out like hey you know there's someone out there shooting all the fireworks along with a million other people apparently you know well you say that that's something. <laughs>
0: Well, that's to say it, it it depends on the time of day. Like after like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night on a weekday, you can call because it's right. disturbing the peace and, and like Fridays and Saturdays. It's after midnight. So you got to, you know, you got to wait till like, like 12, you know, 12 p.m. Now it varies by like time of, you know, day or whatever, not time of day, uh, time of season. You know, kind of thing, and sometimes right. it doesn't count at all. Like, cause some people just no, it doesn't happen. It's like, no, you can. There, there, there is a, there is a, a guideline or, or a law in there that you can do that. It's just that, do you want to be that prick? You know, that's the, the thing. And it well, really it's really,
1: de- it's not like it's not the police are going to call and go, hey, you know what? You know those people down the street at this address? They called the cops on you guys. <laughs> they called us on you. They don't do that. Yeah, They'll just be like, hey, there was a, we're out here in a call, a disturbance. But I'm like, at this point now. Would they even be bothered at well, this point? Well, the they,
0: thing is, is that they're the, like I, I'm I'm part of like some groups and Facebook, you know, like the, the, the different police districts and stuff like that. And, and the, uh, there's a like uh, there's um a, um a website that you can go to for for neighborhood news and stuff like that. And they say, yeah, you can call them. You just got to give them an area of where the fireworks are going off. So that way they can right. narrow their search. So if you have an idea of where they're firing the fireworks or, you know, if you can tell what's, what what like what streets you can give them to help them out to find them, then, yeah, you can definitely, especially the fireworks, you know, you can definitely do that.
1: Um, I, I personally, I think it's probably going to get worse in the next coming days. Of course. Because at this point, but yeah, because, you know what? it's. I mean, let's face it. What happens the day after Halloween? All candy goes on sale for half off. <laughs> so... Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if those firework companies that we sell that are now since legal go, hey, July fifth sale, what, what, get that
0: stuff half price. You can buy twice as much stuff. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's gonna go on sale because, like I said, the last cause it, they've been they've been fireworks have been going off every night for at least three four weeks. Yeah. You know, in, in my neighborhood alone, and I know talking to everybody you know make it work or, or or different places they all complain about it so it's all over the philadelphia that's happening it's not just you know northeast it's also south philly west yeah. philly and all that so i i think so they're like i think i think fireworks companies are making a, a fortune off of philadelphia, idiot philadelphians at
1: this point yeah the only thing i can hope for is a lot of nine-fingered people walking around in about a week
0: that's that's what i keep saying well hopefully I lose a finger at least at that you know, <laughs> cost something
1: <laughs> you know, I lost a finger in the war? No, I lost because I was a fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> I didn't let go of the fire of the firecracker in time. Oh.
1: It's hey, I'm gonna stand here without no mask, shooting off fireworks, and just Darwin's just going. That's right. That's why I natural selection. Huh. <laughs> it's inevitable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so how was Hamilton, though? I mean, was it, were it recommended, um, or
1: I will totally recommend it. Um, I've never really been a theater geek or a nerd, but I appreciate like musicals and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I'm a person who grew up on Grease, Rocky Horror, my mom was a big Elvis fan, so there was always like an Elvis movie at some point playing. Now, I would never really call them... I guess they're considered musicals. Um, but I felt like... I would say that I kind of wish this was done when I was in high school. Because it was so, nut- it was so. The production value was phenomenal because they they basically just did the the, the 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 Broadway play and they just had camera set up, uh-huh. you know, li- live audience and everything. So people knew that it was being recorded. Um, it it was it was amazing. I, I will, if you don't like, they kind of I don't want um,
2: to say. I'm trying to find the
1: best way to describe this. Um, part of me is like you kind of have to see it for yourself, but it really is. It's not like traditional Broadway. It's traditional Broadway, and as far as set pieces go and the stylization of it, but as far as lyrically and songs, it's very modern. It's very, very hip hoppy. Now, I don't, I don't mean hip hoppy in like. A, it's a lot of rap.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, not in the bad way. It's, 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 it's very modern.
2: Okay. Um,
1: very good it's so well done um, there's not a lot of visual effects because it's Broadway but the acting was phenomenal there's the person who plays I think it's King George um he's in the play for maybe like three moments he steals the movie from me S- completely steals it because he, he comes walking out and he's everything's happening in America but then he, there's a letter he writes and he comes out and he sings his song and it's it's incredible um I think that it's... If this was... I think high schools... Because I think it's 99% factually accurate. I think... I saw an article where I should have pulled it where the guy who wrote it had to change some things but not a lot as far as just to make it more dramatic. Right. Um, But... It was, it was really good and, and really uh, well done. And I, like I said, if I was in high school... If I was a high school teacher and was having problems getting my class to watch something, anything history-related, I would I would have grabbed that. Like, I'm kind of... I'll be honest, Ed. Kind of hoping it comes on Blu-ray. Because I do want to kind of own it. Okay. It, it was... It's, it's a very... Yeah. Like, after I got done, I, some of the songs were still bouncing around in my head. Um, I would... I, I would gladly watch it tonight if Stacy wanted to watch it again. I'd be like, yeah, sure. No problem. Cause it, it's long, but it doesn't feel long. You know, I guess you can kind of say, cause I guess, because everything moves at a nice clip. Um, there's some of the characters, some of the actors play multiple characters, um, which is fine. Um, I, I, highly recommend it. Like if you've never seen, like, I know that the, it's the original Broadway cast. So I know that I guess that means they must have at some point in time pulled some of the people out and put new people in. Um, But if you've never seen it, watch it. If you've seen the Broadway show live, I would say give this one a chance. Give it a chance because, again, because I think it captures everything about the Broadway experience um, with the exception of you having your own ass in that seat.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: In fact, I would say it's it's quote-unquote, Ed, the best seat in the house, because you, you get to see them up close, you know, there's, like, fade-ins and fade-outs, like, if you're sitting in a nosebleed section, you know, you you, you might miss one or two things, it, it captures the moment pretty well, I, I, I highly recommend it, I really do, I can't, very rarely I'd say, um, you know what, Ed, musicals, that's it for me, like, you know. <laughs> um, but, I, again, it was it was entertaining from beginning middle and it was I highly recommend it. So if you haven't seen it yet, take some time out of it. I I'm, mean, I'm sure. Is your wife home now?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I picked her up to today. So, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll watch it. I definitely want to watch it. Cause it's something like I know. Cause my wife and my brother-in-law, my brother talked about it and they want to see it. And I was like, I'm interested in seeing, it. I like history, especially, you know, if it's, Easily to consume versus you know a boring you know lecture or whatever. <laughs> uh, even then, I still watch because yeah. it's probably going to be a documentary. And I still watch those anyway. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. definitely going to check it out. I while you were talking, I was, was looking up. Was curious to see if they were going to put it on Blu-ray uh, for you know for for home consumption without Disney Plus because. Disney is is trying, you know, will still release things on Blu-ray because they know not everybody's going to buy Disney Plus, like, a monthly fee. Sure. But they, if they hear a good buzz about a movie or show or something like that, they will. Now, this this is from filmonstage.com is the website. And apparently, they weren't going to distribute this until 2021 in, in a full theatrical release. Um, oh, okay. But, of course, they fast-tracked it due to the COVID-19, and it's something that they're giving early to you know the home user so that way it basically I guess, the buy disney plus or you know those who are stuck inside and have disney plus can watch it a- ahead right. of time so the, the dvd and blu-ray le- release wasn't originally set for 2022 but they're reconsidering oh, yeah. that release date to an earlier time due to the fact that they've released it already here in july uh, of 2020 to it so I, you might I, I see it totally earlier
1: I, see, I could totally see it being coming out in like october November, like for black Friday. Yeah. You know, like a, black, like a holiday release. Cause it was a lot of fun. And I'll be honest, the guy playing Hamilton was good, but the other people around him, he paled a comparison. the comparison that the person who plays Thomas Jefferson, um, they, it, it also, it's the same. Like he's all, he does a dual role. He also plays Lafayette in the, you know, like almost like the first half of the mo- half of the, of the play. Mm-hmm. And, you know it's him, but he looks completely different. He's of course, different clothes and all, but he steals the show. His Hamilton has got these friends, you know, and they all kind of like they act like like almost like boys in the hood kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. It's and then you know like the second half they all play like somebody different, and you're like okay, well because they're either not in because those people aren't who they played in the first half of the play aren't isn't relative to the second half. So they're able to kind of swap them around, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it was it. Like I said, I mean, he he was great the guy who plays Hamilton, but everybody else around him, like the guy, like I said, the person who, who steals the show is, is King George. I really should fucking look at it because I was curious about him because because he's I'm like, OK, well, who is this guy? Because he was so fucking good and then i looked them up and i'm looking them up right now so that way you can uh, i can i can tell you whose name is it's king george and he's played by jonathan groff mm-hmm. who happens to be known for playing Kristoff in frozen oh okay yeah he's also in the tv show mindhunter on netflix a show i've been meaning to watch and i never got around to it but he's like the lead character in that so now it made me now go Oh shit. I have Netflix. I kind of want to start watching that show. Like <laughs> because of him, he's, he just, he was so captivating and so brilliantly on stage. Okay. And it was any very little screen time, quote unquote, but he was so, I'm probably talking about more than you should, but um, <laughs> to me, it was like, he was like walking out. He resonated in my head more than anybody else. Him and the guy who plays Thomas Jefferson, which is, uh, David Digs. He played Mark. Uh, he d- played Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at everybody. I mean, and Lin Manuel Miranda plays Alexander Hamilton. He was good, but not better than the other two, in my opinion.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the guy who wrote it and all, like, yeah, he was all right. <laughs> yeah, I all right. <laughs> Um, so what about you? I mean, what did you do this week?
0: Oh, well, I did a, quite a number of few things. Speak, talking about, like, um, you know, um, accuracy and, and, you know, I, I think I watched a movie. It was First Man. Um, it was about the life of um, Neil Armstrong, the first man on the moon. Um oh, okay. And, right, yeah. That's still is it right? right yes. And yeah. other than his performance, it was great.
1: <laughs> other than his performance. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, the, the thing is, is, like, now, like, you you talk like when we talk a lot you, you know a lot of times you you always do the same thing to me like oh i watch this movie i like how these real you know like true to life stories blah, blah blah and you're like how true is it you know like is it really like blah blah blah? so now i have to research these movies after i see them <laughs> I, I ruined it for you you're like yeah and i'm not, you know but it, at least it gets me more curious and and, and more you know thing uh, more interested in, in 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 these you know people and the movies and like it's like how accurate is this and like you know how sure. uh, how is this, so I did do some research and like if you watch the movie, uh, what's his name? The what was lead's name? The actor's name? Um, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, I find it sad that he's the lead character and you don't remember his name. Yeah, right? it was—it's was a its, a, it's, a, it's it does show how how forgettable he is as an actor.
0: It's, it's, he's very—he's <laughs> he's very wooden. He—he he reminds me of what you, you might—you you'll you, you get the same performance from him in, um, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine.
1: Okay, and I, and I gotta be honest, I feel like he kind of does the same performance in movies like Drive or you know where he is. Uh, like a one-note, one-trick pony. Now, no, no, you're wrong. I kind of like him. He was really good in the movie The Nice Guys. Okay. But I don't know if his range was there either.
0: I mean, he he, he seemed like a robot and I'm, you know, and I'm I'm like, I'm like, like, well, who, who was Neil Armstrong? Like, Cause there's, there's footage of them, you know, there's, there's, sure. there's things and all. And I'm like, so I'm like looking on YouTube. Cause I'm like, I'm like, you, you, don't know until you like, like, it's like if, if I had to do a historical figure and it was like video on, I'm be like, I'm going to watch a video. I'm like, like see his mannerisms. Cause you want to bring more of that person close to life. He kind of looks like Neil. So I'm like, he's got the look, which was, which was good.
2: You're,
1: you're, you're kind of hoping he's able to channel Neil Armstrong the way like Jimmy Fox channeled. Ray Charles exactly you know which makes me even more excited because I think I think Michael I think Michael J. Fox is <laughs> two different boxes. <laughs> I think Jamie Fox is playing Mike Tyson in an upcoming movie really I think so I, I have to look now cause okay because in my head I'm like I'm kind of hoping Jamie Fox is able to channel Mike Tyson you know and I think he can because I think I've seen him do it in uh, in on in Living Color
0: <laughs> so uh, <laughs> But getting getting back to the, the movie, I mean, like, so I looked it up. Like, it's based off a book. It's, it's called First Man, the you know biography of Neil Armstrong, and it was written later in life. It was like I mean, somewhere in the two thousands. I don't know exactly when, um, but it was before he passed away. And okay. you know, it was it was kind of like that. What happened to his life? You know, like while the the program was going on, and all this, all pretty much all the scenes that were in the movie was legitimate. Like you know, like he, he lost a daughter in the beginning before the, you know, before he got into the space program. And it was like around when the space program was interested in, in bringing him in because he's an engineer and, you know, a pilot at the same time. And, uh, you know, and how he, he just kind of went right back to work and, you know, and and did it. And then, you know, he, he was in a, you know, the, the, there was a module where he's, you know, connecting the, you know, the, you know, the, the, cause they, they, the, and I thought it was the Gemini program. It's it's the Gemini program. That's what they kept saying over and over again. And I'm like, did they get this wrong? And then I was watching interviews, like that. and that's what he was saying. He was saying Gemini. And I'm like, wow. I thought it was Gemini the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I, I think I think when in history class, people are calling it the Gemini program. I'm like, I'm like, hmm. All right, you know. But but Neil Armstrong himself in interviews were saying was saying Gemini programs. So I'm like. It's gotta.
1: Yeah, he's very mispronouncing it the whole time.
0: (laughs) I'm like, is he mispronouncing it, or you know, and and people, other people were saying Jiminy when you know with the 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 scientists and all that kind of stuff. So I'm thinking, uh, I can't be him, like. Like, yeah. I, th- I think we've been pronouncing it wrong the whole time. <laughs>
1: well, maybe we're we're, we recall, we're suffering from the Mandela effect. You and I think it's Gemini, and it was actually Jiminy the whole time. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, does it make sense? But I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, can't go wrong. The tomato, tomato. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the guy who the guy who was in it did, said it that way, so that's the way it is. Um, but like everything, everything was pretty accurate. Um, but he was very one. Like if you see. Neil Armstrong he was even he was a very guarded person like he was very nice and pleasurable to talk to but he wouldn't give you too much information and that's what they kind of portrayed in the movie but he was like Gosling's performance was like like a robot and like through some of it there was really no there was really no happiness through the whole thing of him and I'm like you know and and I'm like I'm like you know, there was a couple of times he he did crack a like a smile and or you know and, and kinda of make a like a l slight joke, you know, kind of thing. But then the whole movie never did that. He was the guy that like it's like, what do you want to bring on the space shuttle, you know, with this the spaceship with you? More fuel. And it's just like yeah, he probably said that, but, I mean, like, he probably made a joke about it. It was kind of funny, you know, because, like, the one Buzz right. Aldrin's like, yeah, I'm taking my wife's jewelry with me for bragging like My wife, wants to give my wife bragging rights, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, Neil, what do you want to bring more fuel? And it was, like, it was deadpan. It was, like, not funny at all. And you're going, I bet she was trying to make a crack, like, a joke about that. Like, you know, like, he, it's, he, he seemed like he was very serious the whole time. Like, he was very just cold right. and serious. And, and, like, if you watch interviews of him, that wasn't the case at all. So that, that's the only thing that I think was no. the difference of it. So it
1: sounds like Ryan Gosling didn't do his any research on the man at all.
0: Correct. So, gotcha. but like I said, I i mean, if you want to know more about Neil Armstrong, I'm always, I'm always fascinated about face, space exploration, especially how they faked it. And- <laughs> don't
1: you, de- <laughs> don't even start. <laughs> I
0: love like, doing that to you every time. Like, it never like, gets old. Get
1: close to 100. You hit very close to home when you joke about stuff like that. Because I had an uncle who actually worked for NASA,
0: so <laughs> he was at the racetrack <laughs> Your uncle, your uncle, he he just he saw it on a pamphlet on the way home, and that's what he told your family. That's what he was doing. <laughs> And no, because
1: I was actually at Cape Canaveral when I saw his name on a plaque on a wall. So it's real.
0: He nailed it up there before you got there. He had a quick take yeah. it down before the security card came out. Now, <laughs> no. um,
1: I, I also didn't see a movie since I actually ever got So I'll give my review on a movie after, you, after you're after you done. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> so it was, you know, he like said, I, I I found it fascinating. You know, especially, I, I love, you know, especially space and exploration, and all that stuff. So we mean, it, it they the the behind-the-scenes stuff. There was like factual. There was a lot like a lot of the uh, experts uh were at the sets and all who the, the set designer he like went to NASA and they gave him all these plans and designs and stuff and he said there were millions uh, and millions of schematics and he and the, the the guys who were the consultants like who were on the projects, they said wow like like it was like spot on it felt like you we were back at, you know at the at the you know command center and you know the shuttle looked cool. exact you know accurate and all so they, they, uh, they, they, it's, it's, it's as accurate as you can get for a, a space movie, you know. So, I, I, I you right. know so I, like I said, I recommend it, especially if you're a space fan, you know, and especially history and all that. Uh, it's, it's worth, it's worth the watch. It really is. It was really, it was really good. Um, and then I, 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 I went down a couple rabbit holes because, you know, me, I watch a lot of YouTube. I, I mentioned that in a few shows and all. And, uh, right. uh, so a lot of, you know, when you watch some videos, because I watch videos about uh, uh, Mel Brooks and some of his movies, because I love his comedy, I love his movies, and apparently something I didn't know, I don't know if you knew this, you probably, you probably knew this, but I, I'm, I'm going to share it anyway. Appar-
1: okay, let's we'll see if you, let's, let's, let's figure out, can you, can you phrase it in a question that I have to answer to see if I do know it or not? Or is it more of a movie factoid?
0: um let's i'm gonna i'm gonna say this Mel Brooks was afraid to be approached to do a sequel of a movie mm. and he put a weird mm. clause in for the first movie, and the company did that weird clause. you know what I'm uh-huh. talking about
1: okay well, I would say probably be- <sighs> um okay, I got two movies in mind. Okay. First one is Spaceballs
0: because
1: uh-huh. of the fact that, you know, it's a Star Wars movie and it's a spoof on Star Wars after the Star Wars movies were done. So uh-huh. I think that when the new when the new trilogy started, they asked him and I think he did say he, he'd wait till the whole story was finished before he would go back. That that's one. Mm-hmm. The other one, weirdly enough, I don't know why, but I want to say Blazing Saddles. Why? I have no idea. <laughs> Am I right on either one of those? Yes. <laughs> now you have. Um, Nate,
0: here's the guess. You have to pick. You have to pick one of those two films.
1: I have to. I have to commit to one. Yes. Um, I'm gonna commit with to Spaceballs.
0: You should have committed with Blazing Saddles.
2: Really?
1: Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: <Shit>. <laughs> okay. Um, what was the reason for? Uh, Blazing Saddles. I'm going to say uh, Richard Richard Pryor had the or oh I don't know what, what was the, what's the clause?
0: Well, the thing is, is that the, the the studio didn't know if they were going to have they they weren't sure about this movie, but Mel Brooks knew it was going to be a hit. So he right. put a clause in there that said that if you wanted a sequel for this movie, you have to make a television series within six months oh. of this movie being released, and then. You know, we, we could talk about a sequel. So,
1: they did do a TV show. Yes. They did a pilot because I they did eight, did ep- pilot. No, the, really? The, eight episodes. Really? No, 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 I'm sorry. Not
0: eight episodes. I apologize. They did four series, four years of the show, four seasons. Really? Yes. With Lou because Gossett knew- Jr.
1: Oh, okay. I'm going to have to look on my Blu ray because I think the first apparently
0: episode. which i didn't pull out i have to i have to pull it out and find it and see if it's on there um is apparently the the pilot episode is on the 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 dvd or the blu-ray of blazing saddles that you can watch and what it happened yes. was was after the success happened they they made the show they wrote the show now in the clause it never said it had to air Oh, that only they had to make it. So okay. that was that was their that was their loophole. So for four years, they made this show and not like they just wrote scripts, you know, or, and, you know, and, and signed actors on and whatever, you know, like just to to do this. They actually made it. There was there's was a there's four years of the show called Black Bart out there somewhere. I'm, I'm gonna have to go to see find go to conventions and find bootleggers and see if i can find this show it looks terrible by the way i'm not gonna I'm not
1: I, <laughs> look full disclosure I, as a person who's blazing saddles is one of my all-time favorite movies all time um and i have the 40th anniversary i think i have the 40th anniversary blu-ray and i also it comes with the whole mel brooks box set that i have so i kind of technically have two copies of it right um I think the 40th anniversary I think has the the pilot episode of um, Bart mm-hmm. um, and I remember watching it and I remember going, oh my God, this is not good because <laughs> 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 it's not like Mel wrote the show
0: no he had he had no clue. They pulled him into a projection room to show him. He had no idea that this was going to happen and he just he was like he, he, he was shocked and like he, he, he was he was like he didn't know what to do at that point because he was like you know he was like holy shit they actually did it <laughs>
1: <laughs> crazy sons of bitches pulled it off <laughs>
0: because <laughs> he, he was mad at his lawyer that you know that he didn't he, he didn't think about putting airing it you know because they he right. never thought they would because you know, it would take it would never see the light of day in television you know because of the the humor of of it all so you know right. and it's like they you know and that's the thing like he, he didn't put much of a stipulation in other than they had to make it and he, they made it and then but i'm like they four years <laughs> Four years of making it. I mean, I want to sit a stu- I want to sit in a studio now to watch the day to day operations because there's shit going on in studios that we have no fucking clue what's going on. That's that's got. That's, Can you
1: imagine? Here I'll go one better. Luke Gossett Jr. I think is still alive. Yeah, I think he was doing the, the Monster Mania circuits. Could you imagine walking up and him trying to tell everybody that he was in a, a Black Bart television series for four years? And, wow, like people might have thought he retired because he wasn't doing movies and stuff. He's like, no, nah, I was doing TV for four years. What what show? What was it called? Black Bart? Sheriff Bart? Or what
0: was the name of the it's show? Black Bart.
1: Black Bart. And people are going, what was it on? It was based on, that was the sheriff of, what do you Of the uh, Blazing Saddles. And they're like, get the fuck out of here, Lou Gossett i don't believe yet like i i would never he's like no seriously for four years i had a job where he made this half hour comedy and i was in it and, and no one's ever going to see the light of day <laughs> it paid for my house <laughs> 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 like really like yeah sure like, okay uh, did, did did someone give mr gossett his medicine <laughs> because <laughs> clearly he's delusional he thinks he was on a tv show about blazing saddles and ah, someone needs to tell him that it never happened <laughs> so, dragging him from the room he's claiming the mandela effect hit him too <laughs> i
0: mean there's videos i mean you know it's real i mean like i said i was just i was blown away i'm like sitting there going wait what I'm like, because it says something like the like epic fail of, of the, the Blazing Saddles TV show. And I'm like, wait, what TV show? <laughs> and so I watched it. I'm like, holy smokes. And they're like showing jokes or, you know, what they put a laugh track in. So that way, you know, they knew what audiences would laugh and stuff. And they weren't funny jokes at all. It was just like a, something they would say. And it was just, you know, like kind of funny. And they would say, you know, it was just like, wow, oh, it's really bad. So but uh, but then, you know, speaking of of you know, watching YouTube, you know, I, so I watch this other guy, uh, it's a guy called him a nostalgia critic. I don't know if you ever seen him on YouTube or not, but he reviews movies and he makes fun of, like, especially old movies, older movies, you know, he did, like he does like newer ones, but a lot of stuff from the eighties and stuff like that. And like, sometimes, you know, he'll do a, like a, like a squid, skit kind of thing, like a, you know, type of thing. And it, this production's not bad. I mean, like, it's like, it's pretty impressive what he does, you know, for, for, for a for a YouTube channel. Um but uh, apparently uh he was doing a uh, Alita Battle Angel and I'm like, well I like Elita Battle Angel. Let's see what he you know, see what he does to kind of make fun of it, you know, what, what, what his shtick is gonna be for it. Well, you right. know, obviously you know it's it's made of, of a of a manga, you know, um you know it's pretty popular from the from like the, like the nineties, I- you know, type of thing. And one of the things that I didn't know and I'm sure you probably knew this, but I, I didn't know this, was the fact is that, that there was an OVA that was used basically as the premise for this movie uh, for Alita Battle Angel, which is called Battle Angel. Okay. Um, I'm going to explain OVA real quick. OVA's original video animation uh, it was their, their Japanese way of, of basically cartoons, and it would be episodes of manga, basically of, of, their, of their comic book series. Uh, Japanese uh, comic books. I mean, I know a lot of them, probably people know what it is, but some people might not. So you're educating me, Ed. You're okay. So he he's he he's talking about this this video that was in video stores VHS that, that that's kind of what got his start and the love of it. And he talked about a lot of elite Battle Angel. So uh, now I'm curious. I'm like, well, I like to do research. I'm to I want to find out more. Apparently, you can watch this these episodes on youtube for
2: free
0: mm. okay it's like i'm trying to find it real quick because i'm on on my uh, uh, uh youtube account here somewhere where did it go i just had it here oh it's down further um but anyway
1: Look, uh, it was actually a movie i picked up over the course of the week what i saw it on sale and i was like i i, I kind of because oh. we saw it and i liked it a lot and uh i, I snagged a copy for myself
0: so basically, it's 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 called Battle Angel Alita. It's full movie. It's an English dub. It's it's, it's a thing. And the basically a lot of the scenes that you see in the movie are in these episodes, you wow. know. And like some of the some of the uh, transitional scenes, like you know where you see you know in the beginning looking through the garbage pile and finding her, in you know the, that's pretty much almost like a like a frame by frame exact almost wow. exact replica of it and it's I mean, it was it was it, it's, it's it was really bizarre to watch it was great and, and and weird at the same time um you know and it's like an hour long it's like 58 minutes 59 minutes long you know type of thing it's like three episodes because they have a they have an uh a, a, a title card and then you know they show the credits at the end of each one and you know right. but it it gives you the the basic premise now some of it like like when she's playing that game, um, you know, to to get to uh the the, the you know, the uh upper city, uh I can't remember, right. remember it right now at the top of my head. Um, that's that was all improvised uh for the movie. Uh but like the 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 a lot of the characters and, and, and you know what they're in it and some look like the assistant is different than the than the OVA versus the the real movie. So there is some differences. But like, like, is a it's a real mature <laughs> video. I'm gonna put that out there. This this not one's for the kids. <laughs> this this right. OVA. But I, I I highly recommend it. You know, it's like I said, it's on YouTube for free. There was no commercials running through. I just ran it, just watched it one night. And I was because I was just curious. I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. You know, and and it's it's tr- It's the true fashion of of uh, the the. Japanese anime that you watch, you know, in the movies and TV shows that you watch, it's that bizarreness, but like that uniqueness that you would enjoy, you know. And it's, it's I, I enjoyed it highly. Like I was actually looking for it on DVD, and it, at first I found it on uh, Amazon for like ninety bucks, <laughs> and I'm like, I ain't paying ninety bucks for that. i think i can download it off the off youtube and then put it on on a dvd or you could just
1: bookmark it on youtube itself or subscribe (laughs)
0: well yeah but eventually if some like if it's something like where it's a a legal issue they could take it down eventually and and then sure and then it's gone but i could I, i i know you can download videos off of youtube i've done that in the past for some other stuff and so i might download it just to put it on dvd so i can uh watch it whenever I want because like I said I enjoyed it you know it was, it was a worth a little add on if you like a lot of Alita Battle Angel you'll like this one uh, uh, you know I I said because you get to see the origins because this is like a, this is made in the 90s and apparently this is what uh, they were st- the guy from from uh, the Nostalgia Critic was saying that that's what gave James Cameron the, the wanted to do Alita Battle Angel and how he did Dark Angel and uh, some of the some of the stuff that he did uh, you know especially with um avatar and all that that's what really led up to to making Alita Battle Angel you know uh, through it so that's like kind of like where all this all that, all that comes from is like all the history because he's did something he's always wanted to do when he was like you know doing films that he wanted to do Alita Battle Angel but you know never could get to do it and then finally was able to uh, uh, get that going with uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez so but like I said I, I recommend it you can look it up on YouTube for free so uh, enjoy um, all right and then um this week i got a haircut which was
1: <laughs> i got a haircut too did you yeah jinx buy me a coke <laughs> how was your experience It
0: it was it was good and and a little weird to be honest with you uh you know i, I you know because i didn't know what to expect and and that's the that's the thing that you because it's like well how, how are they going to do this like and I wear a mask generally that just like it's kind of like a neck thing and you just put it up over your face because it it hurts my ears wearing those blue ones with the with the uh, stringy backs, you know, that the the stretchy uh, things because it, it right. digs into my ears after a while. So I can't wear those. So I wear the 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 neck ones? But I'm like, you know what, I'm going to wear that and I'm going to hair on it for, you know. For a long time, I have to wash it and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm like, I ah, usually, you know, I have a few more days I have to put in the laundry, so I'm not going to use it. So I wore a blue mask to see see what they would do. And you know, they started cutting my the top of my head, like you know, because that's that's easy to do, you know. And you know, I always get it just chin me my shave down to, you know, get it short and spiky, you know, kind of thing. And and when they got around my ears, they stopped, you know, obviously because they don't want to cut into the mask. And they use clips and they they basically pulled the straps from my ears and then like had it lower on my neck and then clipped it together in the back and was able to basically finish my hair, the back and my sides of my head to, uh, to to get done. And then when, when, when she was done, she put it back on my ears, you know, and she didn't touch, like, she didn't touch them. Like, she was just, she was wearing gloves, obviously, but she had these, like, clips that would pull the ears back, so grabbing it from my ears. She, so she wasn't grabbing them from, like, with her fingers or whatever. <laughs> she was using these clips and then clipped it together and then kind of unclipped it and then, you know, moved the clips, like, towards my ears and then let the clips go and it go into my ear. And it was like, you know... But it was. I was like. I was like. I was so so happy to get that done because I I had like I can't stand it when it hits my ears and stuff. It just because it itches and drives me crazy and you know because right. I mean like like I don't I had long hair back in like the 80s and 90s you know kind of thing when I was doing that kind that of when stuff. You had hair. <laughs> <laughs> I still have hair hair, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um. But. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm 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 like I'm I'm like I was because I was thinking about style. and I'm thinking, oh, you know what? Maybe maybe I'll, maybe I'll I'll you know I'll I'll leave it. And then I was thinking about getting a mohawk because <laughs> I'm like it's a it's apocalypse. <laughs> a you know, it's an apop what? <laughs> because it's an apocalypse. Yeah, it's an apocalypse. I'll, I'll be like the you know like the. <laughs> <laughs> the Road Warrior, <laughs> like some of those characters wearing a mask, you know, <laughs> the hair, you know, all crazy and stuff. i like, and you know, I'm like, nah, work work would probably look. At me.
1: <laughs> You're gonna be the guy who kind of like you know who's uh, from from Road Warrior with the red mohawk, kind of like a rooster. Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> I was thinking about coloring it too, so <laughs> <laughs> so it did come to mind. But I was like, nah I'll just I'll just do a regular haircut. So so it was it was. But like I said I didn't know what to expect because you know, like I had to make an appointment I couldn't just walk in you know like uh, they you can only do it by appointment only and right. like when I like it was like last week you know I I keep checking I have the app for it I a uh, uh, hair cuttery is the place I go to and it kept saying close 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 for my store and then finally, I looked one day and I had the hours. And I'm like, oh my god! So I called up to, like to make an appointment, and it still had the message saying, due to the coronavirus, you know, we're closed for you know safety of our customers and our employees. You know, blah blah. blah. Please stay tuned, and we'll you know we'll get you know we'll have hours. You know, we'll we we'll, you know when it's open. So then I looked at the app again. It says you they're right there online. You could book it. So I booked it for for Tuesday night, and that's how I I got. It. I was like so excited. So when I walked in, like. Right away, they stop you at the door. They're like, you know, do you have an appointment? And I'm like, yes, I have a 730 appointment. You know, I, oh, okay. You know, they saw my name and then they, you know, and she goes, oh, I'm the person's going to take your, you know, get your hair, come on back, you know, right away. And, you know, and they wash my hair too, which I thought was weird. <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they usually do that anyway, but, you know, it was like, I'm like, oh, you're going you're gonna to do that? Uh, okay. You know, I'm, I'm, you're already, you're already touching my head. <laughs> what's the difference? <laughs> what's, what's the difference if you're going to wash it now at this point? <laughs> okay. You know, like, <laughs> you know, get the, get those loose hairs out. That'd be great, you know. So, But uh, how, how was your experience?
1: Um, I think you and I went to the same haircuttery. Because I know you um, – because I I was also – because I was supposed to go on a trip this week. That trip got altered a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about that on the next show. Mm-hmm. But I needed to get a haircut um, for the trip. And I had a call around, and I wound up going to one. And I, I actually – Every time I try calling, the phone alarm is busy. So I, I went old school. I actually, I was up in the Target. There's a Target in that shopping center where the hair um, is at. Is I the where the shop right shop. is? Uh, yes.
0: Yeah, the same one.
1: Uh, all right. So I, I walked in because they were open. And I was like, yeah, look, I want to get a haircut. Uh, when can you guys take me? Because I, I know it's, you know, I know everyone's it's open. So now everyone and their mother goes, I need to get a haircut. Right. And they're like, well, we can have one for like the next day. And it, you know, at the time I was like, okay, fine, I'll take it. You know, and I came in, um, you know, I wore a mask as well. Cause you know, you're sp- now it's kind of a, a rule.
0: It's for mandatory the part, in the whole state it, of Pennsylvania. Whatever. here. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, of course, according to Facebook, there's, I, I think it's going to be the new civil war, the masks versus the non masks. Um, but, uh, so we'll go in, got my mask on. Um, the woman was nice. I didn't, I didn't get my hair washed. She did the little spray bottle, but she did ask me if I wanted it, my hair cut with clippers or with scissors. And, um, I've never had my hair cut with clippers because most people who use clippers are usually getting kind of a buzz cut yeah. Um, or they get it real close to their head. And I'm not one of those people. I, I have very, I'm losing my hair, so I try to hold on to it for as long as I can at a certain length for as long as I can. <laughs> so I um, I was like, well, I guess however you want to do it, because in my head, I'm like, I don't, clippers? I Clearly, she, and she's like, okay, well, we'll start you off with a five, and I'm going, okay, because I'm like, coronavirus, like, maybe it's, maybe it's something new, because it's like, it was literally like, almost like a no-touch thing. She just had, she had her comb in one hand, the clippers with like an elongated uh, end to it, and she just zzz, zzz, né, 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 né around my head for a little bit, and you know, and then she got a scissors to do like the little delete, to, to cut the, the lost hairs, I guess you can kind of say.
0: Yeah, there's those, uh, there's those straggling ones that they're not going to get with the with the clipper, no matter how many times they run it over your head. It's just like it's just a bad angle, or it's just like you know, like the you know, and if they cut that too much, they, like something else could go bald or you know, make it worse. You know, right, so. and and that's kind
1: of that's basically you no know, how i got my hair I was like, I, I was in and out like it wasn't it wasn't an ordeal you know which i was nice and and it was like um it was it wasn't a horrible experience it was weird to get my hair cut that way um but i get it we know it's a new world we kind of live in at the moment so yeah. i don't know i feel like um businesses are going to have to kind of change things like uh, i drove by a restaurant today and they had outdoor seating which a lot of restaurants do not this particular one um and it looked the setup looked nice but a part of me is like well i wonder if they see like for me i'm looking at this this restaurant usually is traditionally indoor seating so it makes me curious to see like okay well how long are you going to let this go before you pull those tables back in or do you leave them there because it's extra seating if it's help, if it's helping to sell you know product then why not just keep it out there
0: you know what I mean well the, the that's the thing like I, I, I talk about this with a couple people is the fact is is that they I mean Philadelphia we live in Philadelphia here in the, in the United States Pennsylvania Philadelphia they we were supposed to go to Green phase on July 3rd and right before then, the mayor was like, "No, we shouldn't do this. Like, we should we should hold up because the cases are on the rise, and we should we should stop this." So, right. the idea second though one. is is that like even
1: second verse same as the
0: first, right? So what the the idea was was that you can only open capacity inside like a twenty five or fifty percent or something like that, but right. they never said anything about the outside. Like basically, so they were going to keep the outside going and then just have. Fifty percent inside, so they basically the fifty percent that was there, that they were, they're missing from the inside, they were going to use it for the outside. So they were going to make start like basically almost be full staff, or full, you know, working you know fully function. Just half of you were going to be outside, you know, especially during the summer months, right. and then hopefully when hopefully this is going to trail off before the fall then like people would like the outside seating. Once it got start getting colder, that would disappear completely and everybody would be back inside again. And, you know, we'd be back to normal. But since there are, our cases here in the U S are on the major rise, it's not going to happen that way. So it's uh who knows what's going to happen. Um,
1: you know, yeah. Cause we're idiots.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was, there was things, there, <laughs> there was things that, that I'm like, Oh my God how fucking stupid are we as Americans? Did you hear about the, the parties in Alabama? No. Apparently college kids were putting money in a pot, going to a house party and inviting somebody knowingly having the COVID-19 virus. (laughs) The first one who got the COVID-19 virus wins the pot.
1: Uh, is this confirmed?
0: Yes, I, I heard Funny. this. I heard this. I heard this on KYW our, our AM radio station that does the news every you know every every hour in the hour every twenty four seven pretty much, and they talked to the Alabama uh, fire department chief, which he in an interview said that he thought it was you know a crazy rumor, but he looked into it, found out the parties were going on. Not only that, talked to doctors about the confirmed cases of who was there, found out yes, that's true, and and somebody else. Basically, like yeah, they they they, they it was true, and they had that basically. That's 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 Alabama is now forcing party shutdowns. Like they, you know, if you see a party call and shut down because you know, it could be one of those parties. <laughs> going on but apparently in New York too because like, they were saying COVID, apparently somebody who has COVID was inviting people over for house parties in New York and doing the same thing almost like you know like just you know getting people sick and it's just like wow
1: fuck, we're, we're idiots we're morons <laughs> I, I, I just kind of feel like do you think people looked at Rome the same way they're looking at us right before it fell <laughs> like it's just kinda, <laughs> like, I just feel like there's a bunch of people standing there like you know when Cleopatra was in charge just from right before they ended they kind of go yeah she's kind of going off the deep end all her and all her people like I, I just you know I just I'm, I look at things and I'm like oh, stupid people <laughs> this, this is why we're doomed as a as a species yeah <laughs> you know, I, I just don't get it. I just don't. You know, God bless you. I hope no one catches it, but then part of me is like, well, if you do something stupid like that, don't come crying if something bad happens.
2: <laughs>
1: you no. Know, yeah. Well, it is what it is. Um I also saw a movie this week too. I forgot to mention. Yes. Uh I saw um, the new version of Robin Hood with Jamie Fox and the Taron Egerton. Egerton, yeah,
0: okay. Um, it was pretty good.
1: Not gonna lie, it was it was entertaining. I mean, I mean, let's face it. I don't really, I never really expect a deep, heartfelt movie when it comes to like Robin Hood stuff. Um, but it was it was an enjoyable kind of story. It was it was very hip in the way of like some of the themes can still be played in, in any time a in any era it was it was it was fun and entertaining so i'm i'm i put put that on my recommend sheet that if you haven't seen it seeing it you know but that's it gives it a thumbs up from sean all right you know
0: sounds cool I'm trying to take anything else
1: um well that's it um I'm gonna say my D V D purchasing has been kinda of on the downslope lately, only because I'm not sure. I did pick up Hobbs and Shaw. Or Shaw, Hobbs yeah, Hobbs and Shaw the other day.
0: Calvin and Hobbs.
2: Ah.
0: <laughs> you there? Hello.
1: Um I uh yeah, I bought it. I haven't watched it yet.
0: The hell I was that noise? Sucker
1: for the rock. With uh, that ding?
0: Yeah.
1: I uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm
0: not. I'm not digging. Yeah,
1: I don't. <laughs> I'm neither am I.
0: <laughs> all
1: right.
0: So well, that's all. Yeah. I so mean, that's good. I mean, if yeah. So it's coming out. On- so it's coming out on Blu-ray and heck, DVD. Sorry. Here we go, kids. Uh, Trolls World Tour is coming out this Tuesday. Uh, coming out on 4K okay. and Blu-ray and DVD and such. Um, cool. if you you're like, hey, I you know what I don't have the original trolls. Don't worry, they have a two pack now. The Trolls Trolls World Tour Two Movie Collection, so you can I enjoy see. that as I'll well. Talk. And then, um, The War of the Worlds, the original one, uh, they get a Criterion Collection uh, this coming week, this Tuesday. It's coming out, so uh, I know how much you like your Criterion Collection movies. I do enjoy those as well. Um, so there's some extras in there which uh, I have to look up because I my eyesight's getting worse and I can't read it for some reason.
1: I'll look, I, I'll look it up later.
0: <laughs>
2: so.
0: And that's all we have. Uh, that's interesting this Tuesday for uh, DVD or movie for, movie and television. Uh, for video games, we have. Uh, just give me one sec here. I'm just gonna fix this because I gotta. Some reason I can't see today. <laughs> so going to make the oh, the, the print a little bit bigger. I'm gonna X, turn this into There we go. So we have um Catherine full body for the switch that's on Tuesday. Um that's kind of ballsy. Then we have a uh, super uh Super inter intermittent intermit, wow. S U P E R L I M I N A L, Super N M L for the PS4 Xbox One and Switch, and that's coming out Tuesday. Okay. Uh, Cross Code is coming out this uh, Thursday on the PlayStation 4 Xbox One and Switch. Eden Path of Forgotten of the Forgotten is coming out for Switch and PC on Thursday. Uh, Bloodstained, The Curse of the Moon 2. For the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch and PC. And that's on Friday. Deadly Premonition 2. A Blessing in Disguise for the Switch on Friday. And F1 2020. For the PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC for Friday. And that is all the releases there. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a couple more here. Uh, NASCAR Heat 5. For the PlayStation 4, uh, Xbox One, and PC for Friday. And finally, Seward Art Online. Al good <laughs> motherfuckers. Alcatrazion <laughs> Al- <laughs> Al- L- whatever. LaCorius for the PS four Xbox One and PC. <laughs> it's coming out Friday. Look it up, kids. It's it's anime. It's Japanese anime. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers with right. those weird names.
1: <laughs> Alright. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think I did bring some news to the table this week, Ed. Um you a harry potter fan yes okay well hey guess what apparently there's an open world game coming in 2021 uh it's a harry potter open world game coming out to the xbox and xbox five uh, ps5 xbox x xbox one ps4 all the good stuff okay um now i'm looking here it's a rumored harry potter game is said to be planned for the f- uh, formal reveal sometime after august this year even as developers look to distance themselves from the property's controversial creator. Like, JK Rollins has been in a little bit of a hot water about some tweets that she um, made that are kind of not kind of, they are controversial from a certain perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, well, from all perspectives, I guess, except maybe hers. Um, <laughs> um, so it's definitely driven some kind of a, like a, a nice wedge between her, her property, and her fans. Like, you have a woman who created this beautiful world that a lot of people look at and have tattooed on their body, have, you know, read to their kids, you know, they grew up on. And then to say something so controversial um, regarding the trans community that have her fans kind of going, I don't know how I feel about this because I love the works, but now I don't like her. Um, So that includes the video game industry because – this is supposed to be like an open world Harry Potter game. That there, it might hurt sales because you have this game coming out with this controversial, at, you know, with the controversy surrounding her at the moment. Even though it's coming, even though it's going to be announced in August, you figure they're going to win it for the holiday, but it might wind up getting boycotted because of everything. Or some people are there going, like, look, because I love the Harry Potter world so much, I can not distance myself, but I, I can, like, Hate the player, don't hate the game. Right, you know, like I don't like her, but I love her work, and they have to kind of, you know, distance themselves from that way. I kind of—it's funny. I feel like that that should be applied now. I feel like you're—it's you're, one of those territorial things where it's like, oh, you are so quick to judge an actor for saying something so many years ago, and you want them canceled, but then the moment it happens to something close to you, you kind of backpedal on your stance. You know, but we're human, so we're in in I think by nature hypocrites till you know we believe one thing until it happens to us. But and I think that might be the case here because in my head, I'm like, well, if you if you buy her book, you support her works and you're putting money in her pocket. Now granted, she doesn't need the money. She's got billions and billions and billions of dollars at this point. Um, so like you bought it, she she got your money, move on don't buy the next copy, you know, if your, if your book rips, fine, or burn them all. Like, you know, it doesn't really matter, I guess. Um, but the game uh, appears to have leaked in 2018 uh, with a small glimpse of gameplay, but Warner Brothers Interactive did not acknowledge it at the time, so you, I'm sure you probably can probably find this Harry Potter open world game. Um, but Bloomberg reports that the project is in development at Avalanche Software, known for its work on Disney Infinity before becoming acquired by the Warner Brothers. By the Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the game's planned to release in 2021 on multiple platforms. Um, all of them. Uh, you can play as a wizard and roam around the grounds of an open world Hogwarts and other iconic locales from the popular series. So, if you're keeping an eye out, you know, of course, if you're a fan of video games and such, there you go. Um, any comment, Ed? Or would you be playing
0: it? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, show me a trailer first. No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, i I agree. give me a see what gameplay looks like. please see it. the gameplay I mean, look at like total shit. You know, you'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm not paying a Fortune for this. Especially the like, I heard the game prices for the new newer stuffs uh, gonna be up there in uh, another ten dollars. Yeah, they're
1: talking about. I saw that certain games are gonna be jacked up like ten bucks. So instead of paying sixty you're paying seventy for a game. Yeah. I'll be honest, that does start getting a little bit in the pricey range for me too. Like I can I, it's 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 one of those situations, I mean, if you really get into it, with an increase in price, I I'm gonna say something that's probably gonna get collective grown out of the audience, but to me, this is where GameStop can you know kind of I think it's going to come to a point where you might need GameStop before GameStop needs you. Because um, if you're going to be paying 70 bucks for a game and you can't buy it outright, you p- might want to pay it off. And the only way to be able to pay that game off is by pre-ordering it and putting a little bit of money down there, like every week. So that way, you're getting, like, I mean, it sounds kind of ridiculous that you're going to have to put a down payment on a video game to be able to play it six months down the road. But if they're gonna be seventy you figure if it's a standard edition of a game it's gonna be seventy bucks. And I've seen games collectors edition games go up to like, you know, four hundred dollars because of all the tchotchkes and stuff they give, you know. Who's to say that you know, like, oh, here's another special edition where it's going to be seventy dollars and then a hundred bucks for if you want it with the season pass and stuff.
0: Well, that's it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that because that's that's the thing. I was watching a, a gamer, uh, one of the one of the YouTube channels was watching this guy who talks about games and stuff, and he was talking about that that like you know the the new NBA game is going to be seventy bucks like that, that right away. It's like for the for the new gen consoles, it's going to be seventy dollars. Like they and he goes they, he goes at right now. I don't know if it's going to be all games or or, or a thing, but he goes. You know, if if it's ten dollars more, are you going to give us now like free season passes or, or free maps, basically, and you know, and, and you know, upgrades and stuff? Or, or, or are we going to have to pay for that too? Like, you know, like if 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 it's seventy bucks outright, and you go, uh, you know, I you know, I'm I'm getting free maps and games, and it's like, you know what, for ten dollars more, I'm I'll do that because then I'm now not paying for a pass or pay to play you know a uh, 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 kind of game so at least for that i'd be like yeah you know what for t- if you're if you're going to do 10 bucks off the top you know f- right away I'll, I'll buy in like i'll, I'll definitely right. do that you know that's something that's that's something that would be like part of my 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 world but if you're 70 bucks and it's like oh you want the season pass or the you know or the you know the extras you know the the, the add-ons for x ex- you know for extra money then you go yeah, you know, I, I mean, and then, of course, though, like he was saying, too, he goes, you know, technically, though, it's been it's been a long time since video games have gone up in price now anyway. So, like, sure. with inflation and stuff, you know, you, it, it was going to happen eventually. So, you know, you know, go. <laughs>
1: Okay, yeah, I, I agree, but this is where I'm gonna get like a, a real miniature soapbox. Hold on for a sec. If you're going to increase games and people are gonna want to pay them, I believe that we should start looking at a minimum uh, to raise the minimum wage higher. Um, I also believe too that you know if, if people should start getting paid a little bit more for the jobs that they're they're working at. Hmm. Like, uh, you know, I mean, if you're going to if you're gonna say, well, the economy is this or inflation that then how about raising people's salaries so that it equals the cost of living to be able to buy those things right because so i guarantee you a 70 you know you figure if the game's 70 bucks with tax and all could maybe be 80 85 depending on where you're at that's pricey that's a person's phone bill that could be a person's electric bill that could be a person's car insurance bill like depending on that you're, you're going to be going, oh, you know what? I can't have my phone this month because I want to play cyberpunk. Makes no
0: sense. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I feel like, you know, if, if you're going to increase games, if things are going to go price higher, then I feel like the the, the working person's wage should also go up as a natural extension to that.
2: Right.
1: So ended. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my economy report here at Geekster's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know but, but yeah no i agree with you you're right absolutely right but uh you know go back to the harry potter game you know i mean like yeah you know i mean if, if it's if it's something that's going to be like hours and hours of gameplay and you know non-stop and yeah definitely I'd, I'd love to see it and love to be a you know part of it and play it because that would be something interesting to uh to go through i mean you know it would be just another feather in a cap to To do, and then getting back to real quick. I was gonna say,
1: hold on. I was gonna say, like, I agree. But if you're gonna pay seventy five bucks for a game, it better have some decent content. Because, like that, for example, Last of Us Part Two is a sixty dollar game. Some in some places, like an eighty dollar game, depending if you get this Super Duper Deluxe Edition. And gameplay is like twenty four hours, maybe thirty hours max.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I, I mean, if you're gonna now jump, if you're gonna jack that, like that's for a sixty five dollar game if you're going to jack up the price on a game like the harry potter game if i'm paying 75 bucks i better have at least 50 hours worth of game time yeah like i don't want this to be some bullshit like oh, okay like you get to walk around and open hogwarts but you can't interact with anything you can't because you're just walking the grounds like people just because it says open world doesn't mean you get to do anything in that open world mm-hmm. you might have to linearly go to a certain spot like um God of War is a good example. God of War, the new version, feels very open world, but it's very linear. No, you it is You have but, to go yeah. here. You have to go there.
0: It's it's almost you forcing know, you in that direction. Like there's really no like one way. Like it's not like oh I'll go there later. You know it's like it's like you really have to go that way. That's the only
1: way. right. The only time it really becomes open, open in the sense that we're so used to, is after you after a certain point in the story where you can go around because it almost opens up to the fact like okay, well. Hey, your game is almost over. Do you want to wrap things up on some other stuff before you do it? Like, you know, you're kind of stuck with that. But mm-hmm. I like I said, it the Harry Potter game, if it's going to be $70, I, I need, I need some real content. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. I'm sorry. I, what were you going to say?
0: No, I was just going to go back to the point where you were saying like, you know, talking about uh, JK Rowling and like, you know, what she was saying and all. And there's, there, there is like actors now that I think are crazy and I'm like, I don't really like them personally but i love their like movies or stuff they're in you know okay because because i'm like i'm like i don't like that as a person but i'll watch the shit out of their, shit, their movies like tom I, cruise he's he's bad shit crazy and it's like uh, but like you see a tom cruise movie you're like yeah i want to see it <laughs> uh, yeah like yep. he's gonna give a performance like you know like sometimes now it's been you're you're like tom cruise it's tom cruise in a tom cruise movie you know that's what you're gonna get but like yeah, I enjoy those. Like, right. I'll see it again. You know, Leonardo DiCaprio. Now is another one. I'm like, I'm like thinking about like, like there's so many movies that I've watched and I've enjoyed, and I don't really don't like Leonardo DiCaprio personally. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I don't know. But like his movies, yeah. You know what? I, I've seen a lot of his movies and I've enjoyed it. His, his acting is phenomenal. So. <laughs> He's a piece
1: of shit human being but man he makes great movies yeah
0: so tell <laughs> so I me mean, like you know I really don't care what his personal life or what he does you know I, I don't want to hear it I was I oh he's gonna be in this movie you yeah, know I give it a shot it's, it's something I would watch you know so
1: <laughs> I hear Tom Cruise eats babies oh really well you know come to think <laughs> of it I mean he has to keep fit for his roles and in- Maybe it's their babies are higher in protein. I'm willing to overlook that for a good Mission Impossible movie.
0: <laughs> Top Gun Mavericks coming out. I you don't know. know. I like the first one. I'll probably see that.
1: <laughs> you find out that Tom Cruise bathes in blood and virgins every night before he goes on set. Oh, well, you know what? No wonder why it looks so youthful. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I'm, Yeah, I'll, I'll overlook it. Sure. that Because... Whew, you see he's actually flying those planes in Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he broke his ankle on the last vision of bottom movie. You gotta give the guy props. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he kept going. <laughs> as soon as he could, he kept going.
1: I mean, yeah, sure, he ignores his you know, his his child and his his ex wife, but what the hell, you know? God damn, he sure can act the hell out of his <laughs> bag.
0: <laughs> he's gonna be in space. He's gonna do a movie from space.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you know, I guess if you have to sacrifice people to do that, I, I completely get it. Sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever keeps you going there. <laughs> yeah, Tom. All right. Sure. But You've I'll watch the shit out of it because <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's you know, it's like it's Tom Cruise. You're going you to see what the next crazy thing he's going to do. <laughs> like,
1: we well, speak. Well, speaking of crazy things that people are going to do, Ed. Um, did you hear they're making a live-action Frosty the Snowman? Say what now? Uh huh. Frosty the Snowman. You know that song? Yes. Probably right now. Probably people are going. I know that song. You're probably singing it in your head. Okay. Um, well, they're doing a live-action movie. I'm assuming that Frosty is going to be you know computer animated because you know. <sighs> That would be my guess, right?
0: It's going to be Josh Gadden in a snowsuit.
1: <laughs> you know what? I can totally see that happening. Um, no, but you want to know who's, who's supplying the voice for uh, Frosty?
2: No, who?
1: Would you like to take a guess? It's not Tom Cruise. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, we we're just talking about oh, it. That that it. One. It, would be,
1: it would be a great role in if you find
0: out that Tom Cruise is Frosty the Snowman. So that'd be like the number him. one movie of all time that would that would beat out like titanic and avatar and star wars I, I
1: see i can see him promoting the film now no the movie's great it's wonderful oh my god i get to play frosty snowman i mean we, we, we we're thinking about going cg but you know what you don't really want to cover up you know the money maker smile so what i did was actually put myself in a giant snowman costume and i walk around on set and the beauty of it is because i'm I, that suit is at freezing temperature <laughs> I, I got frostbite
0: clothes. but it was worth it
1: right my fingers i can't feel my fingers right now because i know we stopped production six months ago but my fingers are so blue that i'm just starting to feel them tingling right now <laughs> that blue makeup that you see on my face real <laughs> i had hypothermia every day on set that is how committed i am as an actor o- okay tom
0: <laughs> and i'd but watch the shit tom. out of it I- <laughs> it's like it's like tom cruise's <laughs> frosty the snowman it's gotta be good <laughs> if not it's it's worth the watch it's it's like a train wreck it's like it's either gonna be a good one or a bad one but you're still gonna watch it because it's I, if,
1: well actually well I'm gonna, now i'm gonna tell you that who is actually going to be playing frosty the snowman wait 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 wait,
0: wait, wait, wait wait don't tell me tell, oh, me, tell okay. me tell me i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess okay uh okay is he is he alive he, <laughs> he is alive is. uh is is it an action star or is it a
1: it is an action star
0: okay okay um oh uh, oh uh, uh, it's um uh uh fuck uh, uh, Henry Cavill.
1: Superman? Yeah. No, not Superman. Oh. But you know what? I will be I, I you know what, Ed? You are close. Very close.
0: Ben Affleck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, Affleck was the bomb in phantoms, but I don't know if he could pull off Frosty. Um <clears throat> I mean, look, I will be uh, 100% No. No. He No.
0: One of the <laughs> Justice League. No. No.
1: <laughs> no. Would you like to would you like me to, to reveal it for you Ed? Yes. So that way you can groan.
0: Jason Momoa. No.
1: Is going to be the voice of Frosty the Snowman. I could dig it. <laughs>
0: it's going <laughs> out, "I could dig it."
1: <laughs> like, "Hey, look at me, I'm a snowman. I could dig it." <laughs> <laughs> You know, I got in shape for this movie. I ate a bunch of pizzas and I got round. Uh, I learned how to throw a snowball, really, really good. Look, take this head off, and you watch me not move for like an hour.
0: Oh my god!
1: Comes riding in on Harley, dressed as a frosty <laughs> <the> snowman. <laughs> I can just see it every day, and walking, just hanging out and saying, "I'm frosty, the
2: snowman."
0: that's the best that's going to be the best part he's going to like show up in this frosty costume and he's like you know you're just the voice they right? <laughs> like are actually using you in the movie um, well okay so I'm, I'm he's, a method I gotta, I gotta get into my role his voice to a, it's going to be a live action movie about the snowman
1: Uh, Frosty's character itself will not use the appearance of Momoa as the popular actor they're not going to do some sort of we call it a, tribal tattoos whole, yeah, you know how they did um, Mark Ruffalo to kind of look like the Hulk, but you know, it's he's just doing the voice. It's not his face. It's not his appearance. You're not going to have Frosty with tattooed arms.
0: You know? My God!
1: <laughs> but um, he'll be performing the voice work for the role. Um, the movie will be produced by John Berg and Greg Silverman, along with Jeff Johns. So th- th- there you go. Um, Berg and Silverman were senior execs at Warner Brothers, so that sounds great and helped launch the Aquaman franchise with Momoa. Um, David Birnenbaum, who previously worked with Berg on Elf, is writing the script for the movie. Um, The film, obviously, will be a mix of live action with the CGI lead, along with possible others. Um, There's a quote. From his role as a fearsome count in a land of ice and fire to the oceanic success we had with Aquaman, it felt only right to realize Jason... To realize Jason this time out of snow, uh, Berg said, uh,
0: "That's terrible." When was
1: when 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 was I'm trying to think with the Land of Ice and Fire? Oh, probably a what he called a um, Game of Thrones reference. Yeah, um, the team behind the film is quickly is quickly playing up Momoa's real life character as a family man. We know Jason is a true human being filled with love, compassion, and deep connection to Ohana, of all things, which is living the spirit of Christmas and Frosty, Silverman adds. Silverman, nice Jewish boy, talking about Christmas. Um, <laughs> Momoa is set to reprise his role as Aquaman for an upcoming film, which will be showcased at the upcoming DC fandom event on August 22nd. He, so He also may lend his voice to characters for the animated series, which is headed to HBO Max. Uh, he will also appear in the upcoming titles, blah, 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 blah Justice League, Dune, Sweet Girl, lost manhunt and cliffhanger oh are they redoing redoing cliffhanger with momoa i i'm kind of curious about that one S- stallone and momoa to at back together for the first time actually no they'd be back together because um we caught he started in bullet to the head with sylvester stallone all right he's the bad guy in that yeah oh well all right so uh there you have it. Ed. You gonna go see uh, Jason Momoa as Frosty the Snowman?
0: I need to see a trailer
2: first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's one of my
0: go-to, but yeah, I mean, like, I mean, you know, eventually I'm gonna see it because it's. I'm, I'm hoping like, you know, Netflix, Hulu, uh, you know. Uh, uh,
1: well, if it's for Warner Brothers, it'll probably go right to HBO Max.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I'll, I'll I'll rent it. I'll rent it. How about that? I'll, I'll, I'll at least rent it. Cuz I am not I need, buying. Of course, do don't. <laughs> yeah, I really need to see a trailer Odds are I'm going to have it in my collection cuz it's a frosty movie. So, you know, my, my wife's probably going right. to be excited cuz she loves Christmas movies like that. So, she probably be like, and I know I think she likes Frosty the Snowman. So,
2: well <sighs> since
1: we're going from Aquaman and you did mention his name, let's circle back to what I wouldn't some would say is one of the better Batman's on screen, Ben Affleck. Okay. Apparently Ed, um, Ben Affleck to return as Batman for HBO max. Uh, this was reported on July 2nd. Now we know that the Justice League movie is getting a Snyder cut and we all know that they're all coming back to do some voiceover work, but apparently this is something completely new. Um, it appears Ben Affleck will finally be returning as Batman on HBO Max, the newly launched streaming service from AT&T and WarnerMedia. Uh, speculation about his return as Gotham's Only Hope has survived, surfaced in May, and now claims of Affleck, Affleck woo, signing a contract with the streaming service have been made, according to Cosmic Books. So take this for what it's worth. Um, Affleck will also be involved in additional appearances related to HBO Max and Zack Snyder's Justice League movies. Apparently, this is what the new contract says. Ben has. And this is a quote. Um, ben has indeed signed a new contract, and he is coming back. The outlet quoted Taylor Murphy of the Cultured Nerd as saying. So, again, take this for what it's worth. It sounds like one person is is quoting another person who does doesn't sound like they have any kind of reputable, like facts. Right. They're not bringing receipts, as the kids say. Ed. Um, Murphy then added. The official announcement is expected to happen either at DC Fandom or during Justice Con. Uh, one of the two, we're going to happen to get that announcement, but it's going to happen before September. We're going to get the official announcement, and we're going to get the Snyderverse Batman is going going to be returning. Um, then he went down and shoot down the notion that Michael Keaton was brought in to replace Ben Affleck as Batman, as well as Robert Pattinson being a replacement, which is as what it's being created as a DC multiverse. Um, Murphy goes on to say they're bringing everybody back. This is planned. This is the design because of Zack. Um, this is a plan that they they're moving forward with. I mean, I keep saying that it's a great time to be a DC fan. Um, Murphy pointed out how the artwork released with the DC fandom, whatever um so ed uh it says here affleck will once again be given control of his batman uh, the creative liberty uh, which is being quoted as the reason behind the agreement uh jeff johns has earlier been blamed for affleck's sudden takeoff given he was uh known to cause interference with the decision involving the script now that zach snyder is back and the snyder cut is being released Ben Affleck has agreed to return as Batman also on HBO Max. Um, Snyder was the one who brought Affleck on board as his choice for The Dark Knight, and when Snyder left Justice League, Affleck decided it was time for him to go too. According to Murphy, Affleck agreed to return as Batman on HBO Max because he didn't want to take anything away from the new Robert Pattinson movie, uh, who's starring in the upcoming Matt Reeves movie. Uh, He's like, again, Murphy explains, I think a lot of people are misconstrued why he left in the first place. A lot of people say, well, people say, Oh, Ben left because he almost killed himself in the role. They take it further. When it, they take they'll, they take it further than it really was. Essentially. Ben took the role because of Zach. Zach convinced him, sold him with the pitch. He loved the idea. Um, so that's, and it goes on a kid. This guy then kisses Zach Snyder's ass a little bit more. Huh.
2: Um,
1: that's all I got. Everything else kind of becomes just like fluff. Um, what do you think Ed? I
0: think it's I think it's I think it's garbage, uh, you know. Uh, I know, I mean
1: I think it's one of those like it's a rumor and so far it wasn't quoted in Variety magazine. It wasn't quoted in what I would consider this is I actually wound up unsubscribing. I used to follow cosmicbook. you know, on their Facebook page. Right. I wound up walking away. I wound up having to unlike to un- them. Because I just feel like half the stuff that they were posting was just utter bullshit. Right. Um, you know, like, I just felt like they had no hard facts where it was like, it was constantly, like, well, this person said that this person, that's why I'm quoting it. It's like, so, you're not holding yourself accountable so that if it doesn't go right, you can't be blamed for it. Clearly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's just a... Uh, it, it, when they say it, until until things really drop from Warner Brothers I mean like I you know I'm, I'm I I, I kind of believe that there might be some truth to this there might be you know an inkling because you know I think Warner Brothers is going to cover all their bases you know they're going to go all right. we got the Patterson movie and some people are some people are questioning that movie now and all that kind of stuff right, of course, because
1: he's saying he's not working out for it and yeah, yeah right
0: so you know so you got that going on and, you know and then like the, the you know uh, you y- 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 you know, like all oh, people like Batfleck, you know, so let's, let's get him back in, you know, like kind of thing. And, you know, now Now that now things got delayed, you know, significantly, you know, now now that we, we can get him back, you know, like we, let's work that out. And then, like, the whole, you know, uh, Keaton, like, getting him to do Batman is just basically like, well, we need him for Flashpoint, you know, to do. And I'm thinking he's probably going to go to the future and see, like, old man Wayne, you know, and talk to him, like, what happened or something right. like that. And then, like, kind of reset the timeline in Flash, you know. And then you go, is him resetting the timeline changing Batman to uh Patterson Bradley. you know like
1: no I think what they're going to do is I think if they're um I mean let's face it this is what the fourth fifth time we've talked about a flash movie coming and it never seems to want to be there like I know the what do you call it, Michael Keaton coming to the flash movie is a great thing we talked about it on the show but I, until I see sets until I see a trailer I ain't buying it. I'm not buying it one bit. You know, I'm skeptical at best about it. I'm like, okay, well, you know, if, if, but if they do pull it off, it might not bring everything together. Or it, I think it'll show that it's all—it's not necessarily all connected, but it's all multiverse stuff. Everything that you see is multiverse stuff. The like they're going to try—they're going to try to learn from Crisis on Infinite Earths, the, the crossover TV show stuff that. Now, granted, what they did was they took it all away for the TV. But who's to say that now they can bring it all back? Because I'll be honest, I'm watching season six of The Flash, and boy, does it suck. <laughs> I have a problem. Once they once they made the multiverse disappear, <laughs> they're, they're left with... I, I loved Wells' character. Um, Tom Cavanaugh plays, um, you know, Wells. And it seemed like lately he was being able to be a different Wells every season. Yeah. Like, and I thought that it was brilliant. Now he's stuck as this Indiana Jones type character, and I'm like, he's kind of bland. Like, I, I kind of feel like this is the guy I'm stuck with. Like for the next couple seasons, um, I, the elongated man's character is the only real storyline that I'm actually interested in. The problem is fucking guy gets fired so i can't even get attached to the storyline because i'm like well this is gonna go somewhere probably i got like maybe like five or six episodes left because i only got 19 episodes in for the season so i'm like well this guy ain't coming back i feel kind of bad because his character really started getting interesting because they do this spoiler this parrot this kind of mirrored universe type thing with um our what's her name's um not Nora, um, is it Iris? And yeah, I I, I I don't give a shit. I don't care. It's like because you got rid of the multiverse, you can't have multiple Wellses. You can't have multiple different characters. You can't. You're stuck. You painted yourself into a corner by giving yourself only one world. Uh-huh. And maybe I feel like what Warner Brothers can do is maybe kind of give a little bit of a push in the right direction because if they do with, if What's His Face now creates the multiverse you know, in some way, shape, or form so that way all the Batmans are now viable Adam West you know, all the way up to Robert Pattinson they're all in their own world you know, like Adam West Batman can be from Batman from World 66 wasn't he from that? Mm-hmm. You know
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, Michael Keaton can be from world 90 89 89. right you know so like like you can make them all relevant you could have christopher reeve superman from world 79 you know or 80 it depends on however you want to look at it and then he creates that world so that way the joker movie the standalone joker movie is accurate the standalone flash movie is accurate like everything becomes its own universe type thing. You know and that maybe the TV show can go oh, shit since they kind of rebooted everything over there we might be able to do it here because I, I gotta be honest I'm finding this season real fucking boring
0: <laughs> and it gets worse <laughs> it gets I'm gonna tell you now it's getting worse every episode there's there's certain things that's gonna explain things and you're going like, oh okay but it wasn't like it's not like oh my god that was like that was worth it it's like no, it wasn't you know and then the ending yeah. the ending is the worst the the uh, um, you're I, I was like I was like there, wait there's not another episode this is it I'm like you motherfuckers like right um, well, like
1: I didn't know because like, there's only 19 episodes for the season and I don't know if they they quickly rushed a season finale because they knew they were going to be get shut down for coronavirus or was this where it left off because you were going to have episodes 20 21 22 and 23 to finish you know
0: well I, I mean I it well I mean it's basically like you have to wait till next season for for it and, and you know and it's just it's 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 not a it's not a bombshell, but you think it should be resolved. Something should be resolved, and it didn't. And you're like, "Oh crap!" You know, like, really? You know, and it's like, and it, it's I won't get into any further than that for you because it's just. Right. But it was it was just it was really like to me disappointing. Like because I'm thinking, all right, next week I guess, and and my wife's like, no, it's over. That's it. And I'm like, you're kidding. And I looked, you know, like the you know advance the you know next week, and I'm like, oh, right. man, like. No, yeah. and and I'm, I'm like I'm like I'm dragging <laughs> myself to watch these now, like you know I'm like now I gotta wait till 2021 to see, you know I'm like, yeah, all right, you know I'm like, but I was I was like very disappointed in it, and you know and I'm like like they're they're all they're all getting this like ever, ever since, since since that multiverse and I think I think Arrow left, I think, I think it just kind of went downhill. I mean Arrow the last season was terrible. I mean I think
1: right, Right. Well, th- I think there's. I mean, all good things must come to an end. Um, you figure, you know, you want every character to stay the same age, but they can't because we're human. We are we are always going to age. And sooner or later, you, you kind of run out of stories you, or you struggle at least. Like some, I mean, let's face it, Supernatural has been on for 15 years. Some of those seasons weren't the greatest.
2: Mm-hmm. Some of them
1: were phenomenal. Some episodes were shitty. Some were awesome. You know, you're going to have that kind of mixture. It happens with all TV shows that run for a long time. But sometimes you also have to admit when the writing is on the wall and you go, you know what? We've been having it good. We've been getting lucky. Let's put a fork in this and go out on top because you don't want to be that show that people go. Yeah, you know, everything was great except that last season. who it sucked. Like or when did when did your insert show here jump the shark?
2: Yeah. You
1: know, and became unwatchable like to me i'm struggling with the flash i'm like okay well i only got like a handful like maybe three or four episodes left i can do that no problem and i'm like okay what am i going to watch after that because i'm kind of like i haven't really caught up an arrow i'll probably watch legends of uh, legends of tomorrow because i actually kind of enjoy that show for as goofy as it is i think that's the reason why i like it because it's goofy it doesn't take itself too serious and i appreciate that um uh, but I don't know. I'm like, I'm kind of struggling going, okay, I, I keep saying I'm going to start Gotham. I don't know. I, <laughs> maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Cause there's that, I have to get, I'm going to have to force myself to watch season one again. And season one was kind of a struggle for me to start off. So I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to get over that hump, so to speak.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying I don't I don't think I'll ever go back to Gotham. I, I watched the whole first season and I was disappointed and I,
1: i mean you do have me for the first couple seasons of whatever's going to become a batwoman because i'm going to i'm going to be curious to see how they pull this off
0: yeah i mean i legends i thought were there was there was something in legends i didn't like well i didn't like it was just like i'm like it didn't make sense and then like the like but like like a lot of legends is good because i do like um uh uh Constantine in it you know I mean right. he makes it interesting you know he he keeps the he keeps the kind of the, the balance of the whole thing going you know um. but the I'm not going to get into what the thing was because I'll start a whole thing and I don't want to I don't want to start All right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I mean it was because it, it, it didn't make sense and it was it was like it was in and out and like it just kind of moved on from there as and I'm like they were trying to push push an agenda and it was just it was just dumb and you know not that it wasn't the gender was dumb it was just that like it forced something and then they put it back basically and it was like I'm like well keep it that way if you're gonna if you're gonna go one way stick with it don't don't right. go this yeah. ain't working let's forget it you know like and it was just it was like a subplot you go well don't waste my time you know like if yeah you know, if you don't think it was gonna work you know you just see it to the end I wanted I wanted to see it fin- finish up but it never did you go yeah uh, okay. uh, but anyway,
1: since we're, talk, since we're talking about DC, mm-hmm. um, what I want you to do, Ed, I'm, I'm going to give you and everybody a chance at home to play along. Ready?
2: Uh-huh.
1: I want you to type in the name. You can do it on IMDb. Let me know when you're ready. All right. Or Google her or whatever. It's going to be. I'm, I'm going to give you a name. It's a her. All right. I'm ready. It's Alexandria Daddario.
0: All right. That sounds familiar.
1: Uh, When you see her face, you're going to know exactly who I'm talking about. Alexandria Daddario. Okay. I don't know if you have her up, but it's A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-A. Last name is D-A-D-D-A-R-I-O. Yep, got her. Okay, you got her? Yep. What do you think of her? Think she's cute? Think she's attractive? You can be honest, Ed. We're adults.
0: She's cute. She's got great eyes. Okay.
1: That, well, that's... To me, it's always her eyes are always kind of bringing me... Well, the reason why I'm bringing it up, because she is, she is my number one pick for who I think should be playing this person in my next article. Okay. Ready? Apparently, a live-action Xantana movie is reportedly in the works from Warner Brothers. For those people who don't know, Xantana is a spell-casting superhero who has had chairs on the Justice League and Justice League Dark apparently once again has a movie in the early stages of development, according to Jeremy Conrad at DCEU Mythic.
2: Okay,
1: uh, The report has, very, is, has little in the way of specific details, although the idea of Zantana getting her own movie has been floated around a few times as recently as 2018, uh, with the character recently rumored to have an appearance in Suicide Squad, um, but J- James Gunn, the filmmaker, has rejected that theory. Uh, it seems plausible that the film has one of two mystery projects that fans have spotted built into the structure of the DC Fandom mobile website, for those of you playing along. Um, In most recent comics, Zantana's rocky romance with John Constantine has been a frequent driver of the stories for both characters. It's not clear whether Constantine would be part of the film, though Conrad reports that Zantana is distinct from the Justice League Dark TV series from Bad Robot planned for HBO Max. Just to let you know. Um, <clears throat> fans have wondered whether a Justice League Dark show might center on Constantine and Xantana, key players in the comics and the animated movies that has led to some speculation that Constantine might be pulled from DC's Legends of Tomorrow since that ties into what we were just talking about uh-huh. with a new unrelated Zantana movie it seems more likely that either Warner Brothers is happy enough with two different versions of each character being out there or that neither of the two will be in Justice League Dark uh, this is a quote from Matt Ryan who plays Constantine. Um, the relationship between Xantana is something that I've not explored in, ha- that I've not explored in live action. That's one character that I would love to see John in live action. Um, Matt Ryan, who plays Constantine, um, before he said it on, um, who had his own TV show before coming to the arrow, family, the Arrowverse. Uh, he just recently told calm this is where he, re- he recently told this to ComicBook.com. Um, it's funny because when I first read Dangerous Habits, which is the first comic I read and I fell in love with that, that was primarily it's a bit funny in a way. I feel like now that I have fleshed out I fleshed out that in animation and we did this season of legends as well. It's almost like I have kind of uh, kind of I have to kind of find another thread now. It's a funny thing because I hopped on that, that which was such a motivational part of John for me for a long time and what was going to be interesting about the next season of legends now is going back to the kind of finding that drives now that he's involved through that in a way. And it's interesting. Um, so Ed, if they're going to make a Zantana movie, now Zantana has showed up a couple times in Smallville, uh-huh. played by Dominic Swan, Swain. I think Dominica Swan, Swain. I always forget her name. Um, again, gorgeous girl. Um, but if I had to pick somebody for Zantana now I, I think she, that the, the is at the right age for that because she's been in Percy Jackson she was in a couple of Rocks movies the Baywatch and um, San Andreas so to me she's got that look because eyes, her eyes are always been stunning to me the first time I saw her I think it was in something those eyes are so piercingly blue I was like they're almost otherworldly in a way, so I kind of feel like that look would fit perfectly for a magical person, Right. personally. Um, that's what do you feel, Ed? Let me get your opinion on that.
0: Um, yeah, you know, I mean, that's it, that's you know, that's 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 a good pick for me. I mean, you know, I mean, she look look, you know, you said your your eyes, you know, you're right, like that would work. Um, you know, I I, I don't I don't think I've ever seen or anything. I don't, I'm trying to. Trying to look at her her IMDb and see if I if they see if I see you know
1: um, see if you recognize her from something something
0: right and uh, mm-hmm. so far it's a new um, but that's okay um,
1: well, while well, while you're looking Ed yeah I'm going to move on to an old movie series that became a TV show that wound up getting canceled but they're bringing the band back together again for one last ride apparently. I'm just going to lead with this, Ed. I'm getting too old for this shit. (laughs) Okay?
0: Wait, well, they're going to... Danny Glover
1: Glover teases, quote, something extraordinary, end quote, for Lethal Weapon 5. (sighs) Okay, we talked about this, that they were trying to get everybody back together for, yeah uh, you know. Um, Danny Glover is interested in returning for Lethal Weapon 5, Which he says features something Extraordinary Uh, Whether or not it will truly happen Remains to be seen but Lethal Weapon 5 talks have been happening Uh, This according to Danny Glover who plays Myrtle in the franchise Back in January producer Dan Lane Confirmed that the idea was to have director Richard Donner return with both Glover And Mel Gibson reprising their roles Now Glover has Opened up a bit about the proposed Sequel Um at first, he was hesitant to reel too much. The actor did confirm that discussions took place about the movie in January. He he read a script and he seemed that he seemingly likes, but a lot can happen in five months. Here's what he had to say about it. So this was back in January. So take it for what it's worth. Um, or it was recently. There has been this is a quote from him. <coughs> excuse me. There has been a conversation about that in January. I don't want to give away the plot on the script that I read but i found the plot had some very strong relevance to some of the things that are happening today. I can say that, but that was in January. History changes so fast, but yes, there's been talk about it. There's something of a plan. Um, talk of the movie has been happening off and on for years, but nothing has really materialized. One issue, let's face it, that could get in the way is Mel Gibson. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, he's been trying to make a com a comeback in recent years. Um, because, he's, because a few years back Controversy Drunken rants Anti-Semitic remarks um, Racist remarks to his own Girlfriend um, He was previously ousted Mel was previously ousted um, Back in Hollywood back in 2006 During which he made Anti-Semitic comments um, However he recently faced renewed Accusations of anti-Semitic and anti-gay Comments um, so huh. he might be a thorn in the side of trying to get this thing going. I, I think Mel is lately has been kind of a shooting himself in the foot lately because everything I've seen him in recently, he's been really good at. Um, he's still a hell of a director. I just feel like he just really should just keep his mouth shut. <laughs> um, on the other side of things, we have Richard Donner, he, who recently turned 90 by the way and hasn't directed a movie since, since 2006 with 16 blocks that's with um, Bruce Willis uh, in, the, in, the, in the lead
2: yeah.
1: uh, Donner helmed every previous entry in the series of Lethal Weapon and getting him back behind the cap- camera would be significant um, so speaking further Danny Glover teased that something extraordinary would happen in the sequel should it come to pass and this is another quote yes I like it I can only tell you, if it does happen, there is something extraordinary in it. If lethal weapon gives us some sort of con- contribution to understanding a little bit more. It would be interesting to do. It would be interesting to see how we take this within the political framework that we're in, the economic framework that we're in, and especially that framework, as opposed to the communities that had been affected by the kind of police violence, the kind of police standards, and the power that they exert as well. And what would be interesting from that vantage point is what that could attempt to be like in this particular moment. Um, just to let you know, here's some facts for you people who don't know what Lethal Weapon is. The franchise, candidates to make Ed and I feel very old. Uh, the franchise kicked off in 1987. <laughs> uh, the, it, it's been there's been four movies, and the series has grossed 952 million dollars total at the box office. Um, obviously I said TV show was based on the movie aired for three seasons on Fox from 2016 to 2019. So there you have it, Ed.
0: My question. Uh Uh-huh. Are they going to get Pesci? I need some Leo gets.
1: (laughs) You know what this movie needs? This movie needs Leo. Leo gets. You know why? We need to get Leo.
0: Leo wants what Leo Leo gets. gets.
1: (laughs) You know, the... Fuck you in the arrest while they—they just—they <laughs> <laughs> fuck you with the masks, Ed. They fuck you with the masks. I—I <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, cause I've—I don't know. Have you seen Joe Pesci lately?
0: <laughs> he looks like Yoda. <laughs> uh,
1: he does. I mean, he is a prune of himself. Yes. It looks like he just took a bath for a very, 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 very long time. He's <laughs> old, and wrinkly.
0: It disappeared. Uh, and you don't know why. And you go, yeah, now you know why. I mean, I saw the Irishman and I'm like. Now I know
1: some of that was makeup and all, but.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. I mean.
1: He's circling Sharpay area.
0: <laughs>
1: with the amount of wrinkles he has. <laughs>
0: it, <laughs> yes.
1: I, I got a I I don't know. I just. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure if you ask him, he'll probably be like, "Yeah, sure, I can do it. I can do Leo. I could do Leo. Leo's great. I can do it." Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, he's, he's
0: he's 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 the only reason why he went back to do the Irish moves because of of uh, um. Fuck the director. Um, Scorsese, Scorsese. Scorsese, yeah, because so he's you know, cause he's you know he's he's good friends with Scorsese and Scorsese talked him into it. You know, he he was right. he's been retired for a long time now, so I don't think. I don't think Lethal Weapon will be a movie but like, yeah, I'll, sure, I'll do it, you know, he's gonna... I mean,
1: well, okay, yeah, I mean, you could, you could say that even the first movie was still successful without Joe Pesci, but the question is, like, can, I mean, let's face it, if you don't have Mel, you don't have a movie, you know, because it's Mel and Danny, they're the combo that were Riggs and Murtaugh, Murtaugh and Riggs.
2: Mm.
1: I. If which sounds like just from what Danny Glover is kind of cryptically saying, it probably has a lot to do with the corruption in the police department. Um, so with ties to political, I mean, it's to me, it sounds like your standard 80s movie plot, uh, bad cops tied to a, a, an evil mayor or evil Senator and Riggs and Murtaugh are going to take them down. Yeah. <laughs> but, but with all the, with all the lethal weapon movies, there's always been some sort of a social consciousness to those films. Um, like in Lethal Weapon 2, the South African ties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, like it would be very topical to do that movie. But if Mel Gibson can't keep his mouth shut about certain – how he feels about race, religion, have whatever, and you're going to have those in a movie, I don't – it seems – I mean, look, I know Mel can act his pants off, but – I. I don't know if he could pull that off. Like, <laughs> like it, I just don't know if he's. I don't know.
0: I. I, I <laughs> That's the thing. It really, it really he depends. It really <laughs> depends on critics. It really does. I mean, it's 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 what will, what will critics do to Mel Gibson? Is what it, what it comes down to. If they get Gibson in, which I I mean, and I mean, heck, heck you not. You're right. I mean, like you, you can't have him. You cannot have him in the movie. Kids just, just, just can't have glover in it playing you know things and somebody else playing uh gibson's character and you go and yeah it's it's not gonna work like it was it's it's the those two was made the made the movies the most out of out of all the the uh um, other characters that were in the movie you know that they're, right. they're, they're the two that you you finally remember the most uh, of all those movies and so so you you need those two so okay you get gibson and of course gibson's probably gonna be like call me up like yeah i was wondering when you would call me i saw this in the news I'm, I'm in you know um yeah <laughs> sitting
1: in this hot tub smoking a stogie on i was waiting for your call puff, 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 puff. Puff, puff.
0: yeah and and so said how many we,
1: counts does that paycheck have
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's for three less three less zeros than the, than the last uh, lethal weapon. i'll still do it you know like <laughs> Because you, know, you know you know why you
1: need me. Because actually, in the movie, someone said they had to register me as a lethal weapon. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Movies about me. It's always been about me. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> so, so for that for that you 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 go okay. They're going to do it. So so they they go through the whole process. They make the movie. You know, both of them are in. They, they you know whoever else they get. Whatever. They put it all together, and then critics see it, and then they destroy it because of who Mel Gibson is. And, and, sure. you know, so that's, that's, that's what you're, that's what you're, you're leading to, you know, and you go, you're right. Like, like, well, critics hate it. And then now it destroys their box office draw. And then that way, you know, and and I'm like, you go, you know, what you do is you just, you do it for a little money. Cause I mean, like, I mean, let's be realistic. I mean, other, you're not going to get a lot of action scenes out of the two of them. Because they're up no, there in they're age, not. they're both up there in age You know they're. they're... I mean,
1: you would, you would have to jack up the CGI budget On that movie substantially Yeah. You would have to have Digital versions of both of them running through a city Like You know, I don't see Mel Gibson Jumping off a building right. anytime soon I mean, I think they did in the first one, but I mean he, he Jumping off buildings Crashing cars You know, it's just
0: Wait, was it I the just f- don't see it That was the second one, he was jumped off the bridge with that with that guy yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah I mean like you you doesn't I'm like like so like you could do it for cheap and you know like you just go out kind of in a, in a blaze of glory I mean of course so I'm like like, for the most part I'm like four was enough <laughs> I mean three was really enough let's be honest <laughs>
1: Yeah, you, you could have stuck with three, but you know the, you, you get the fourth one in as the money grab, and you bring in Chris Rock, and then because he was hot, super hot at the time, yeah. You know the jokes didn't really land well. I mean, I have all four of them on Blu-ray because I bought like that four-pack of lethal weapon movies for like twenty bucks. Cause,
0: yeah, I, I have them all. I yeah, you
1: know I love those movies, but. Hey. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I could see The Lethal Weapon 5. It's like watching Indiana Jones 4. <laughs> you know, you just kind of go, yeah, you know, it is... sometimes don't ruin the memory that I have of movies by putting these two up on screen and then just not have it work. You know, like, I mean, look at Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2, awesome. Beverly Hills Cop 3, not so much, you know. But you go, I don't want them going out on a low note. Go out on a, on a mediocre note, like, you know, it's, maybe it should stay in the past, or you know what? I'll, here I go, Ed. Uh, this phrase is going to come. Reboot it.
0: Ooh, no, no, no. Uh, you can. No. You can,
1: uh, no. I got it. Uh, here, here's the plot. Ready?
0: Yeah.
1: To modernize it, you got the generation. You got the boomer or Generation X cop with the woke new cop. You know, you have them together, so where it's like, you know, like okay, instead of being instead of being crazy and retiring, it's young and old, young hip dude and old, used to be hip dude, not hippie, but definitely like a. This is the problem with kids. I, know, I like my coffee, well, I like everything else, black and mean and dark, you know, like all that. And then you have you have the twenty-something, you know, going. You no, know, he takes. He has to pull into. Starbucks to get his mocha latte with extra cream and with foam. You know, you get those cultural clashes, and all of a sudden, you know, you have to find out they have to work together to solve a big crime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gee, we haven't heard of that one before.
1: Right. Well, you know what you do, Ed? You make one of them a woman. <laughs> Flip a coin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go.
1: It's it's like I feel like I should just throw stuff in out you know we call those bingo balls and just pull out plots. There you go. That was my plot. You you, you we call you spruce it up because you use topical stuff today. You can gender bend one of the characters. You can hire people of color because obviously Riggs was African American. I mean Riggs was not. Riggs was white. Right. Murtaugh was African American. Right. But you could switch that up in any way, shape, or form. It could be Riggs kid who's the hip woke guy and you could have like Murtaugh's daughter who at this point could be a decent enough age. Cause you figure it was the eighties. Yeah. She could be in, she could have been a cop when she turned 20. It's now 30 years later. She could be the grizzled hard nose, not hard nose, but the, the I'm too old for this shit person, just like her father was. And then you got Murtaugh's or someone like Murtaugh's crazy second cousin or something like that or not even just create a whole new rigs, you know, and then just go off on its own. You can you create two completely new characters. Myrtle and Murtaugh and Getz.
0: Lilio's granddaughters of
1: Right. You know, they're like they know man, I need my I need I need to have my soy latte with vegan cream and and Murtaugh's daughter's going Yeah it's kind of black coffee And they all look at her Like she's crazy Because no one knows What black coffee is anymore
0: <laughs> Nobody drinks black coffee anymore What is it the 50s right.
1: Yeah like you know She says I'm too old for this shit And there's like you know Some it, It's just You know She she bitches about something And you know, the younger one's like No man I get it No I'm, I'm with you I'm woke I'm hip And she just kind of Rolls her eyes And she just does like If you say I'm woke One more time I'm going to shoot you here Yeah, like, That kind of thing you know <laughs> like, there banter <laughs>
0: here's some script ideas for you go
1: here's some script ideas and maybe Myrtle's got a son or a daughter you know and that you know who's kind of fallen for the new young her you young partner and there's like a, a, a like a, a a rift there like you want to date my daughter but you can't date my daughter because she's my daughter I'm too old for this shit <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Take there. There you go. Uh, copyright geeksers. No. Okay. I. I. Okay. Me. I gotta see a trailer.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I it's, it's, you, you, you think about it you're, you, you get nostalgic. You go, yeah, you know what? I, you know, but I'm like, yeah, they're really old. I'm like, you know, like, not that, you know, not that I don't appreciate, you know, their acting abilities, but you go, it was, these are action films. And you go, well, what action are they going to do in this film? That, you know, and it's just like, are they going to turn it into a, like, a kind of like a gritty drama, like, almost, and less action and more, you know, um, I mean, look,
1: in all fairness, the loan's able to get everyone back together for the Expendables. You know, they were all action heroes at one time or another, you know, and those movies kind of worked. I, and I say kind of worked because it's, it, to me, it, it hits the nostalgia vein of, oh my God, I get to see Mel Gibson in the last one be a bad guy. Oh, this one's got Wesley Snipes in it. I haven't seen him since he went to jail.
2: Yeah. Like,
1: you know, uh, it, it's nice to see the old guys come back and, Harrison Ford's in this one for like all of like 15 seconds. It's awesome. Like, yeah. hey, you know, I'll, I never thought I'd see Han Solo sitting next to the Terminator, you know, or <laughs> Bruce Willis next to the Terminator. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just wacky. <laughs> it's, it's wacky,
0: <laughs> but enjoyable, yeah. Hell. No. But that's, that's, um, but that's the that's what makes those films unique was the fact is it's like they, they, Yeah, they were action stars, and it was like a nice wink, but they weren't those characters, you know, from those movies, I don't think, you know.
1: Right. Well, I mean, I I would say Stallone. You didn't see Stallone do that, but then Stallone just did, you know, Rambo Last Blood, the Balboa movie. He's been Creed, so it's not – he ain't fighting but he's
0: in them. Yeah, right. But as you say, though, he, I figured, he figured, him. he figured out a way to keep he's that character going in a new direction. And that's, that's like, like right. to me, like with Creed and Creed two, like that's was like, you know, I enjoyed it more because he's not fighting it anymore. You know, when you right. saw, when you saw Balboa, you're like, Ooh, <laughs> like, like Rocky's yeah. gotta he's got to hang it
2: up. So- dude,
0: <laughs> I got, I got the stuff in my basement. I got to get out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I do have... I got two stories left. Okay. One's more of information, but this one, you, I, I, I saw it, thought of you. I'm bringing it to the table. Ready? Ready. Ron Howard says scripts are now being developed for Willow sequel series and locations are being scouted. I know you enjoyed the movie, Willow. This was as of two days ago. Okay. Um, and it's according to Geek Tyrant. So, to, again...
0: Taken this forward. is coming from
1: Ron Howard himself. So, um, Ron Howard, who's been on board to return to the series, uh, the show scripts and shooting locations are being worked on are and considered. The series hasn't gotten the green light yet, but with Howard on board, as well as the film star Warwick Davis, and widespread fan support, this person thinks it's a no brainer. That's just a matter of time. Um, he. Ron Howard was asked uh, what he could say about the series at an Edinburgh international film festival that took place, um, this past week. And he said, there's a quote, well, if I say anything too concrete, it's going to go viral because anytime I say anything about Willow, people take it all very seriously. <laughs> um, I will say, I will say that. Let's see. What can I say? It's still in development. It doesn't have a green light. Warwick Davis is thrilled by it. And if we're lucky enough for it to, to go, we could come, he, could come back as Willow uh, we are far enough along that in a very tentative way locations are being are beginning to be scouted and we don't know where we're going to shoot but we have gotten some research photos back from Wells. It's nice to think about where our old knock bar was and again no idea if we're going to get to make the show but we're having a wonderful time developing the scripts under Jonathan Kastan who is leading the charge um, just so you know Kastan, it's K S D A N, he wrote and directed Jumanji The Next Level um, um, and is writing writing the scripts for the series. So there's potentially some people, this person says, a lot of talent involved. I have not seen Jumanji The Next Level, so I can't say whether it's a good movie or a bad movie. Apparently, a lot of people liked it. It's the sequel to the, you know, Rockets to Play uh, Danny DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: Um, and Danny Glover's in it too. It all ties back to *The Lethal Weapon*. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, what do you think, Ed?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, if Disney will you find are- a will, they'll find a way. I mean, that's the that's the thing. I mean, Disney's you, when you put it in Disney's hands, you kind of go. You know, with Ron Howard, you go you, you, Disney will Disney will give it to you. You know, if they they really want this for their for their Disney Plus uh series system, they're they're gonna they're gonna not hold anything back. They're you know they're, they they well, good.
1: Well, I well, I mean, I would say Disney. I I agree with you a percent or a hundred percent. Here's why: because not only Ron Howard created the first one, you know, and it's a beloved film. I don't. I kind of remember not really liking it or not really enjoying it. I have to give it a second go. Um, but Ron Howard's daughter, Dallas Bryce Howard, um, an actress in her own right, is also a director. She directed a bunch of Mandalorian episodes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, one that's mostly—I mean, she directed the episode that gave you Baby Yoda sipping the, out of sipping the soup out of the out of the cup, which is now an international meme. Yeah, like. Hers was very Baby Yoda central, um, you know, so she's so they kind of like, well, like if we we have if her daughter, we want her, his daughter to work on Mandalorian. still we, maybe we have to pull some strings. Not that you have to, because Ron Howard's brilliant in his own right.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, I mean, God, it man's pretty much Hollywood royalty at this point. You know, I mean, he's been working since he was in the the, the beginning of TV era. <laughs> so it's like, all right, Do you
0: say no to Ron Howard? Well, no, I mean, like, you know, I mean, let's face it, like, you know, like, I don't think Ron Howard's like, I got an idea for a TV series, let's do the Willow TV series. You know, it was a great movie from, from my back from like, you know, 30, 40 years ago, 30 some years ago. So I'm, we're going to make this, you know, Dizzy's going, you know, what other property do we own that we can, you know, milk right. for more money? I mean, let's, <laughs> let's, let's face it. I mean, that's what's, you know... You know, as a as a big Disney supporter, I mean, I I I know you know what they're doing. Um, so you 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 know they they come up with this Willow idea and it's like you know, they get Rod Tower's blessing. You know, it's like he's like, yeah, you know what, uh, you know, I did. I mean, who, and is, let's be realistic. Who doesn't want to work for Disney? You know, like a lot of actors right. and and directors right. would like because it's like it's a steady paycheck. It's just like you know. Oh there's another Disney movie you want me to direct I'm in you know like like it keeps me going you know like you know maybe they don't want to do the project they'll turn it down you no know, but they'll give me s- good
1: a good argument is John Favreau like John Favreau did Iron Man one which wasn't owned by Disney but when the time for Iron Man 2 coming around he was and he kind of left the project because he didn't really, after that one he didn't want to do a third one because Disney kind of st- well, marvel started getting their hands into this is what we want to do and you have to change this to this and change that to that because of the big picture he didn't necessarily agree with it so he respectively backed out but then disney's like you know we like you so much here's the jungle book oh that was a hit here's you can redo the lion king right oh that was also a hit what else do you want to make john because you already have elf under your belt which you know is a, a, a huge hit and he he goes. I want to do um, Mandalorian. I have an idea for a Star Wars show. Great! We have the perfect venue for you. Right. Who would you like to bring in? Well, Taika watiti uh, is a friend of mine, and oh, that's great! He just won an Oscar. Like it's, you know, it's, <laughs> it's uh, John Favreau is kind of sitting on easy street now. He doesn't have to, right? You know, and like I said, there's a like, lot.
0: Of, there's a lot of actors and directors that you know would would love to work for Disney because it's just like. You know, wait, wait. I mean, pretty much like it really doesn't fall on me. If anything controversial happens, it falls on Disney because they're the they're the right. bigger you know, name. So it's like you almost kind of like my name will be almost cleared of of anything wrongdoing in a way. I mean, unless they really, you know, narrow it down to me.
1: Right. If it's a hit, I'm a genius. If it bombs, it's Disney's fault. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean, so it's like you know, so it's it's a it's a it's a all win uh, solution for the forever it is. So you kind of go, you know, I'm in. So you know, so going back to Willow, you go, you know, Ron Howard. You know, what I mean, I don't think it was a Disney movie, was it? I'm trying to think.
1: It was a Lucasfilm movie.
0: Okay. So you know, so,
1: it was it was recall it was, it? it was a story by George Lucas. Direct it was think it was Ron Howard's first directoral movie. Right. You know. So it it's owned by LucasArts, which is now a property of Disney. You know so <laughs> I, I I mean all right.
0: Well, apparently his first movie was Night Shift.
1: Night. And... Oh, you're right, it was with, with, with that and that's the reason why Henry Winkler's in it. Yeah. I you know what, I'm I i i will be honest, Ed, between you and me, I found it on uh Voodoo and I'm it's really super cheap. And I'm, lately I've been going through Vudu and seeing what sales they have and flagging stuff to feel like, like a potential wish list yeah. of movies that I don't mind having just a digital version of. And Night Shift was on there, and I was like – I think it was like 7 or $8. I'm like, I, I think I might be 7 or $8 invested in a digital version copy of Night Shift because I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, side note. Remember how we were talking about Duke's Hazard and the collection being uh, thirty-five bucks? Yeah, it's now back up to a hundred. Ooh. And, and a part of me is like, is it a hundred dollars because people are buy or buying it up because it might be pulled from TV, or was it always a hundred bucks? I don't know. I never looked into it until the the idea of it potentially leaving TV was an actual option.
0: Wait, wait where 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 is it a hundred bucks on Voodoo? On Voodoo. Yeah, no, it was always a hundred bucks.
1: No, I saw it for 35 once. Oh, yeah. okay, so you saw it before that, okay. No, no, so I'm,
0: I'm telling you is, is that Voodoo doesn't raise based off of popularity right. or, or, you know, that okay. kind of thing. It's, it's a hot item. Like, they, it's like, this is this is the mes- ma- manufacturer suggests real retail prices of the digital thing is 100 bucks. They made it 35 because it was a sale because they were running it for a while, and then the sale ended, and it was like, all right, now it's going back to 100 Because I've done that before where I've looked... Because I'm I'm always interested in buying digitally the first six Star Wars movies. And, you know, like episode one, two, one through six. And they're a hundred bucks. You can get all online for a hundred bucks. And I'm like, I'm like, well, I don't want all. I just want the first six. I already have the other ones, you know, on digital. I don't need those. I just need the first six. So every once in a while there's a sale, but it's like 80 bucks. They only take like twenty bucks, right. off. So, so I'm like oh, I'm gonna wait, and I and I I'm like I'm like one day they're gonna make it half off. If it's like fifty bucks, I'm buying it, you know, because it's like less than 10 dollars a movie, so I'll I'll I'll, I'll be because it comes with the, all the extras and stuff, all the, uh, you know, the documentaries and, and, and blooper reels and all that kind of stuff. So you, you know all the extra stuff. So that 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 you know it's it's it, that to me would be worth worth fifty bucks, you know, because it's only the six. But like I said, like like I've wa- I've always watched the sales and stuff. And, and every once in I'll check and I go, "What's what's going on? What's the price today? Like what's 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 the going price?" But they they never raise it based off of you know. Like the only okay. way that happens, is it's the that's the used market, like the used out of print market of uh, movies DVDs, where you. Go online. You go to Facebook. Like I said, like I watched the beginning. it was talk about the the Battle Angel. It was like ninety bucks. I get it on eBay there for sixteen. So I'm like, oh, I think I'll buy right. you know for sixteen if I want to do it that way. But like like it would cool. always be the same price on Voodoo, no matter what, because they they can't really raise their digital codes based off of because it's okay. not like it goes out of print. You know, it's always there digitally. You know,
1: okay, good to know. But here's something. Um, look, my last article. I'm going to save for our next show. I'm just going to tease it. Um, it was basically a, a guide on what to expect at the Comic Con at home because you know Comic Con was it was what do you call it canceled? Yeah. Hypothetically, and not hypothetically, it was canceled. But a lot of it's going to be free. Um, it's gonna really? Comic Con. Yeah, like um, it's going to be Comic Con at home, and it's taking place between July 23rd and July 26th. Um, it's going to be totally free. And it's set to feature all the panels, sneak peeks, interviews, Q&As, and more that fans have come to expect from a San Diego Comic-Con. Totally free. So this is your your one chance. Like, look, I would love to go to a Comic-Con in person, but that's like 250,000 people. I don't know if I can have the mental capability of not wanting to tar- start swinging away if someone bumps into me the wrong way. So to be able to see the stuff that I want to see virtually free from my own house like, I got a big screen TV. I could stream that shit right from my phone, you know? And so it's going to have... I was going to say this, earlier, right, well, now that we're talking about it. Um, it's with the exception of Warner Brothers, which is hosting its own online jamboree. Um, we just talked about that. That's going to be the DC one. Yeah. Um, the usual studios, networks, creatives, and actors have signed up for a three-day digital bonanza uh, to help you navigate the unprecedented waters. Sci-Fi Wire, because this is coming from the Sci-Fi TV show um, station, has put together a list of everything you'll need to know about the content coming to Comic-Con at home. Um, And the story is still developing because things are constantly being added all the time. Um, Sci-Fi is obviously going to be there. They're going to be bringing season four of Winona Earp to the con, featuring a panel with most of the actors. Um, It's going to be on Sunday, July 26th. AMC is bringing uh, the Walking Dead and its two spin-offs, uh, Fear the Walking Dead and The World Beyond. So there's going to be stuff for that. Um, the network's also holding a panel for season two of Nosferatu, which is you know Zachary Quinto. Um, FX and Hulu is going to have a conversation with Nathan Fillion, who is uh, and um, sh- the showrunner of The Rookie talks with Nathan about his career in film and television, with special appearances by Joss Whedon. That might change now since he's been in hot water lately. Uh, Alan Alan Tudyk, Gina Torres, Mika Cox, Molly Quinn, Seamus Denver, and John Huretis. So it basically sounds like, hey, Nathan, you're people who are fans of Firefly and Castle? Guess what? We're going to have everybody here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Solar Opposites, they're bringing a panel of Solar Opposites, which is one of the TV shows from the creator of... um, we call it Rick and Morty, yeah. Um, also, American Dad's going to be there, Bob's Burger, Family Guy, um, a TV show called Next coming from Fox's Fall, Next Rise of Comic Con, Home, a Sneak Peek, um, The Simpsons, Stump Town, Crossing Swords. Have you seen that, by the way? Do you
0: have Hulu? Yes, I do. I haven't seen it yet.
1: Uh, Crossing Swords is pretty funny. Um, Marvel obviously is going to be there, but they're bringing stuff, um, about Hellstrom, which is a, a, a first look at it, it's going to have a first look there. Um, they're going to have a look inside size Marvel 616 on Disney Plus on Thursday, July 23rd. Bill and Ted face the music. Like, there's the right stuff, apparently. They're doing a, another TV show about the right stuff. I don't know if, yeah, it's about NASA, so it looks like they're rebooting that. Archer, What We Do in the Shadows. So, like, there's going to be stuff all that for that whole thing. Um, I'm, the closer it gets to that day, i'll probably be like hey here's some links because i'm kind of re- i'm really curious to see some of that stuff because i probably will never get a chance to see it again in my time uh, maybe like i'm um, you know maybe one day i'll be able to kind of get to a comic con I, I highly doubt it because those are super expensive and crazy
0: um but, oh it's insane you it's like even even to get tickets because my wife actually a couple times has tried to get tickets for us because she's like she you know because i always say yeah i mean i would definitely go on a heartbeat like if somebody says yeah i got tickets let's go i'd be like yeah i'm in because i'm not going to try i know it's insane to get tickets you know like you know i mean you've seen in big bank there everybody's on a laptop in their bag and their keyboards trying to refresh to to get to that right. that opening moment, and it all of a sudden it was sold out in minutes, and like that's what it really is. It's like it's like one of those moments where you're just clicking away until like hopefully you get tickets, and and you buy them right. up, and then and then of course you gotta get the hotel and transport transportation blah blah blah.
1: Sure, you're looking at you're looking at definitely I think going to Comic Con is probably pricier than going to
0: Disney. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. You know you're 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 spending you know? you're spending at least fifteen thousand dollars. You know between. Right that's ridiculous right food tickets you know because you because it's not just it's getting in one ticket but i think there's like events you have to get to you have there's tickets for that and then like of course food sure. and you know like i said like you know uh, um you know hotel stay and you know, of course, they jack their prices up way high because they can they can right. do it. And
1: Then you have to hope that you get you get a seat at a panel that you want, or you go into a panel that you don't want to want you don't want to sit through just to get to the next panel. Right. Just because that's where you want to be at. Yeah, because like a lot no of them one,
0: do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like no one's going to care about. Hey, we got a we got and A Q&A with an actor on season seven of an episode of Deep Space Nine that he was a, a, an extra on. But he's got a Q&A in Hall H And you're like It's empty but next one up is like An interview with Ben Affleck Like you're like well fuck if I have to sit through this shit To get the good shit oh well Yeah. But imagine now that now that it's all going to be there For free Online I- I'm curious to see what kind of numbers they're going to pull Like because I'm, I'm thinking That you're if you're going to have the people Who regularly go to this con You know they're going to be there you're gonna have people who've never been to a cons gonna be there. I, I kinda I'm hoping that what I'm really hoping with this whole things getting canceled and people having to rethink their idea how to, to stream their their content, I really hope that we see stuff like this in the future where it is like, Hey, you know what? Comic Con it was success. It was more successful now because imagine as you're watching the Nathan Fillion interview. There's pop-up menus, just like a little at the bottom, like hey, if you're interested, you can buy see the whole series of Firefly. Just click here, at ComicCon.com. You know, like you can get exclusive shirts and stuff that, like, that were only going to be at the con, and now we can anybody can have them. You know, in fact, we made a special one, Comic-Con COVID edition. You know, that's it's like there's there's ways out there that you can probably hopefully prosper enough that they might go. You know what? Who's to say we can't do it next year Whenever if if everything goes back to normal?
0: Well, like, I'm going to say they can run advertisements between, you know, segments and, you know, and definitely, like, in segments because, you know, they you, they could probably figure out a way to do do commercial breaks, you know, between, you know, panels or whatever, like, you know, in the sure. panel or whatever. Oh, we're, we're going to take a commercial break, blah, 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 we'll be right back. You know, and it's going to be like a live show, like almost watching it on television, like, you know, and... And but you're seeing it like everybody else for the first time in the you know, like the only time to, to watch it. And, you know, or they run like you said, they run ads from the bottom of it. You know, it's like streaming ads to go to this website, blah, 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 you know, whatever. And they're, they're running I like- mean, sh-
1: shit. What they could do is between segments. Here's a trailer for the movies that are coming out next year. Right. Like here's an exclusive. T- here's an exclusive look at Wonder Woman. Seventy two. I don't. Know, I just took the number out of my ass, you know. But that's the hey. Here's the trailer for the new the Batman movie with Robert Pattinson. Like you can. That'll probably be a Warner Brothers thing, but still. But that's the the thing,
0: like that's that's what you would get, you know. Like here's the new, you know, Marvel movie that you're, you know, they're 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 putting out, you know, and they're and they're running the trailer because that's what that's really what everybody wants. I mean, that's just like, yeah, okay, you want to hear the questions and answers and all, you know, you are kind of interested in what like the actors were thinking or you know any other tidbits that they can give you, you know, insight into. Sure. Like
1: like as a Nathan Fillion fan, I will sit down, and I will watch that interview. right. But uh, do I give a shit about what do you call it? uh, this walking dead not anymore so i'll pass on that you know but i could but i get to pick and choose what i see just like if i was actually at the con itself you could have two things run at the same time For those people who are interested in walking dead go here people who are interested in whatever go there right like you know it's it'd be interesting to see how it works because if it's going to be all weekend long pfft, shit you figure you know they could have their normal day like a nine to five day then at five or nine to ten at night, and then just replay it. It becomes digital. It becomes a digital media.
0: Well, that's that's well. Here, here's the thing. Okay, it, I mean, even I mean, it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna sound terrible, but you could you could actually you could actually do like a like an app like type of thing for a streaming service. You know, and, and and run it through there and and pay like, you know, like five bucks, you know, to to, to run it sure. there for three days. Because imagine like, you know, like tickets were like, what, 50, 100 bucks, whatever, you know, for a person just sure. to get in the, the door. But, you know, if you're paying five bucks and like, you know, you're going to get because you can only get so much capacity in that area in San Come Diego.
1: The Geeksters Channel for five bucks you could stream comic-con
0: I <laughs> yeah, was saying, like like you, you 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 know you you could definitely do that like where where it's it's out there and you know and they and they 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 pay five bucks for it and you know you just log in and and, and watch whatever you want you know for the right. weekend or whatever or even you know for a month or whatever or you know kind of thing and then, yeah. and then it goes away because you know you 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 can only have it for so long but then it's just like, you know, at least you, you know, you would see everything in your own time because, yeah, you may you know, you're watching a Nathan Fillion thing, but they're going to have a Marvel thing at the same time. You go, I kind of want to see both. And you go, well, right. you know, and it's just like, well, you know what? It's live stream now. So I'm watching the Nathan Fillion one because that's more important to me. And then you go, well, I'll get to the Marvel one like tomorrow or, or you know, after the Nathan Fillion one. I'll click on that link and I'll be now a uh, uh rebroadcast, you know, or, or you know, a, a, a recorded digital film or, you know, whatever of it that right. you can, you can watch and then, you know, and, and still see it like it was like live cause they don't, they don't edit it out. And it's the same though, be nothing to them for the record and just, you know, throw it back, you know, on, online, you know, it's, it's real easy to do. Like, like most people do with like Facebook live anymore, you know, but it's saying like, like they could still make their money that way. You know, to to recoup like whatever they need to do, you know, and and still make, and they'll probably make a huger fortune off of that, because uh, there is like there is a, yeah. a Comic Con app, I think, that's on on like yeah. the Roku stick. They made their
1: own like little streaming channel,
0: and they have like movies and TV shows and stuff on there that yeah. you can watch. So it was like you could almost do that, like, in, in a way, you know, and, and like, you know, and then and, and do it that way. I mean, if they do it for free, that's even better. I mean, I, I, I mean, that'd be great. But it's just like have it where you could watch it anytime you want. Like, you know, like like it's just like like YouTube, right. like, you know, like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to watch all this stuff. But it's like I'm not going to be like able to cram everything in three days worth of stuff, you know. It'd be, be sure. you know be able to do it so it's like oh if you could keep it for like a you know like a month or whatever forever you know and that way you can get to see it because that's always that's always what killed me for comic-con was like you had to wait for for somebody to upload it and you know they had to wait a certain amount of time they couldn't upload it like that night they couldn't be running to their hotel and and editing whatever or or you know or, or you know fixing it up and then uploading it because comic-con comic-con uh stayed on youtube and waited for somebody to, to to put that on there, and then deleted it. You know, so you couldn't do it. Right. You know, so you had to wait for a while for them to like kind of stop viewing the the YouTube channel, so that way you you, you could see it. You know, for the first time. You know, and or or, or uh, media places were able to show it for a little while. They'll show the trailer or whatever, and then you you know you're lucky to see it that way. You know, so so it'd be great. I, I mean, okay. I'm in.
2: All
1: right. Good. I uh, will keep everyone posted um, uh, or it when that comes closer gets. I'll probably have more. I mean, it's it's later this month. So, um, but I do have a question for you, Ed. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the last thing I'm bringing to the table because we were talking about streaming services and stuff. Yeah. And I have a question. Okay. And this is because I'm asking you because you are a person who's cut the cord and who does a lot of streaming stuff. Um, does your Roku have a movies anywhere app yes okay and also a voodoo app correct yes okay the reason why i'm asking is lately i've noticed because i've been buying a lot of um movies and then i'm you know obviously using the digital code and put it in and I'm, I'm always selecting voodoo as my go-to place mm-hmm. of watching right because i have it on my i stream it through my ps4 because i don't think the I don't think I keep looking and I don't think the Movies Anywhere app is on the PS4 it's not okay well the reason why I'm asking is because I noticed that as a person who likes special features I noticed that the special features aren't showing up on my Voodoo account for example um, I just realized I never put the code in for Batman vs. Two-Face All right.
2: -hmm.
1: Um, and I'm like okay well I have it on my Voodoo account let me go there and I just see watch just that and it just says cast and crew blah 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 and it's just your normal information also they can just you may also like whatever so I was looking at my movies anywhere account because I have that on my phone and I noticed that Batman vs. Two-Face has the movie but it also has all the extras the Wonderful World of Burt Ward, Adam West tribute panel, Burt Ward on being star, being starstruck, Burt Ward in, on Ambition. like It's all the extras that were on the Blu-ray. And a part of me is I'm trying to figure out like, number one, why is Voodoo doing that? Because I feel like I'm buying that content. I should be able to have access to that content. And the other part of me is like, well, shit, I, I might have to start streaming my movies through Movies Anywhere if I want to watch those special features. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because like I said, just the other day, I was looking. I wanted to watch something. I wanted to watch the special features on a movie that I bought. Um, it was, uh, I think it was, Con- Constancy in the City of Demons*, the movie. Right. Uh, which has special features in movies anywhere, but not on Vudu. And I'm like, you son of a bitch! Like you, I actually. I mean, again, first world problems. I had to go get the disc, put it in my PS4, load it up watch it through that and it it's you know it's stupid and you know it's like okay well I didn't really it didn't really matter I didn't really care but it, it was like I said a minor inconvenience because I thought are they not transferring that digital stuff over but apparently they are through movies anywhere but not through voodoo right so I was I was wondering if you had some insights on why that you think that is but and- It's it,
0: it comes down to licensing like with with the apps like you know like, like the digital codes works it depends on like if if you read if you read the uh the, the box or whatever, the, the, the tag you get, the, the uh label, you know, the um, insert uh you get, it will tell you you can do voodoo or movies anywhere, or sometimes it's just movies anywhere exclusive or voodoo exclusive. Basically what they're right. saying is is that, that one has the right to have the extras on the DVD. The other one doesn't. But when you put the code in it gives you that option because it's like well I don't have the movies anywhere up I have voodoo so it, 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 it right. do, so it does it so what what I do is um, you can interconnect your accounts which I think you've alluded to where you can yeah. have your movies anywhere and, and some of them do carry over um, from one to another so like that's so I always make sure I put it on movies anywhere first if I can because then all the extras come on there generally Right. And then sometimes it does carry over to voodoo. Um, I'm actually checking now because I, I, I just saw just uh, as your example that you were giving was the Batman versus Two-Face here. And I'm, I'm checking to see now if it's – because I know I put it on that one. And where did I
1: – Oh, so you put it on Movies Anywhere first? Yeah.
0: So okay. let's see here.
1: Here, folks. You're getting a little behind-the-scenes tip.
0: <laughs> now again you're right it it doesn't have it just has the movie I don't have all the features on my uh, voodoo right. uh, app um,
1: so like, it's, there's that part of me it's like okay well then it looks like Sean like might have to start streaming his movies from his phone to his you know his chromecast <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just to watch special features. <laughs> well, I just say like I, I have all like I have all my apps connected. Like I even have it connected to my YouTube, uh, believe it or not. And so I, I have movies on my YouTube account. So say like I can't access you know anything, but I can access my YouTube on my phone. I can access my movies through YouTube and watch them, you know, commercial free. Uh, uh movies you know like all my digital codes or most of my digital codes not all of them transfer over some some of them don't transfer to youtube the ones that are we're, were buying digitally for um through voodoo i don't think transfers oh, no some of them do i'm sorry some of them do transfer over <laughs> um but uh but uh yeah generally um it but it's a saying it's 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 first world problems but like i've um uh, I, I like to have that all like and I, like I said all the all them are my on my computer on my uh, uh, TV on the through the Roku stick, so I get to to see everything, uh, but I'm like I have other devices that I can send it to, and use it and and, and you know and be able to, to carry it on. So that's why I try to keep them all to connect it as one huge library. So that way, it's all right. Well,
1: I mean, I do have the, the Movies Anywhere app, and I do have it, I have that on my phone, and I have my Voodoo on my phone, and now, obviously, through Movies Anywhere, I linked it all together. I try to link it as much as I possibly could. I even had to work around how to charge my iPad so I can link it to my Apple's account, you know, so I can get because I I there's movies that are on my Apple account that at the time like I don't have half of the Marvel movies. Digitally because they're all part of my iTunes they're not part of voodoo mm. Then don't even get me Started I clearly I had some stuff Through ultraviolet at one point in time But I missed the I, I wasn't paying attention to my email So I missed the whole spot where When ultraviolet Went down they're like oh well we're going To put your movies onto voodoo um, But you have to log in And you have to give consent To that right. and I, I Missed that moment So any movie that I had on my Ultraviolet account is gone. Hmm. You know, so a part of me is just like, son of a bitch. Like, I just felt like shit. Like, I kind of effed up on my digital content, and that's why I've been starting to go through, like, Voodoo and Movies Anywhere and creating wish lists of stuff that I want to potentially get if it ever goes on sale because the Marvel stuff won't transfer over because it's Disney-owned, so I can't scan a barcode or I got it as a special edition, like, steel book and that steel book doesn't have a barcode so i have to i have to wait for the right time like the bond movies i would love to get the bond movies all on digital but i don't i have only a couple of them and the daniel craig ones because even when i bought the collector's edition 50th anniversary james bond box set it didn't come with any digital content
2: Right. right
1: so a part of me is like okay and there's no i can't something like that you can't scan the barcode to scan to digital because there's too many movies
0: right you gotta do you know? it one at a time and that's and that's the that's the pain in the neck of everything because that's the thing like not all the movies will scan over like right. I've noticed if they re-release a movie there's a digital there's a digital now link to that and what they do now is, is like if you have the old movie of it and you want to scan the barcode in to, to, to get that it won't work Right, so it's like so you got to watch out for those like re-releases. It's like the same movie. It's you know just re-released it on a Blu-ray or, or you know I'm like then they released it on Blu-ray. or, You know like if you, you you kind of question you go why right. they do that and that's the reason why is because they're 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 want you to buy it basically so you get the digital copy of it so that way you you buy it that way instead of paying voodoo two bucks and 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 getting it you know that way right
1: and then you have to kind of watch out too because after they do a re-release like uh Rampage I think. Um, the copy I have of Rampage doesn't have a direct does it does not have a digital copy with it because I bought it for like five bucks. Yeah. You know, it was a repackaged one that they're like, okay, well the, the date the expiration date on the digital code is expired, so we now can re-release it with new packaging and I'm using air quotes or a new slipcover and not put that digital code in because we price cut it so they're not they're only paying for that one code mm-hmm. for the for the disc. And then not be able to scan that into to pay it to two bucks for digital, and then it's usually like the standard edition, not the high def one. Right. You know, because I was struggling, because I'm like you, I don't, I would like to have the first six Star Trek film, Star Wars films on digital, but I also don't have Rogue One. The only I only have the I, I have yet to buy the, uh, the what do you call it, The Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. I still so I have the Last Jedi, I have the Solo movie, and I have <coughs> excuse me, um, Episode Seven, Eight, and Solo digitally. The rest I don't have any. Mm. So a part of me is like I'm itching. They have I saw the Skywalker Saga box set at Best Buy for two hundred and fifty bucks, <sighs> and it comes with all the digital copies. It comes with the, it comes with the high def blu-ray digital copies and I'm like oh that is so tempting like it, that might be like a you know that might be a a, a, a goal of mine to just kind of buy that just so a second go because the packaging is gorgeous yeah you know and I'm like well I don't have those movies on digital and if I have to pay like the money to get a cool looking set and them all digitally that just might be worth it but then that got me down the rabbit hole of okay well what's how much does it cost if I were to buy it through Vudu and that, and okay like I don't have the first Iron Man digitally on Vudu I have it in my iTunes but it doesn't transfer over to movies anywhere like, uh, you know because it winds up being this like this person wants to do it this person won't do it this person wants their own streaming service so we're not going to put it there it becomes like it, it
0: starts to get too it's, it's a war it's a, yeah it's like you know like like we were talking about like the you know the the streaming wars i mean this is part of that streaming wars it's the whole it's all sure. digital code world like because like i don't think they really didn't think this thing would take off and you're going you know like so that's why like i don't think a lot of movie companies really cared or like you know like we're going to put it on blu-ray and dvd and 4k now and and, you know, that's it. And then you go, well, no, like people want it digitally now because it's like they want to shrink their libraries down because it's like, oh, if I can have it all and just log into it and watch it on my TV and just pull it up anytime, that would be great. You know, and, you know, I mean, even though I kind of, I, you know, some I was watching a video and I'm like, I, I, I still do. I miss, I miss the blockbuster days when you used to go to a, you know, a store and rent a movie and, you know, and. Be able to you know go through a whole you know slew of a whole room basically of of movies and because sure. you know like whatever new release whatever it was you know because you always you had to go at a certain date and if you didn't get you didn't get the movie then it's like well now what do we do we're here we and you and you go scrolling through some old movies and you find a movie that you either haven't seen or you know you know it's like a hidden gem or you know or or a you know an actor you sure. know is.
1: Yeah, here's a really good example of, of something I'm talking about. Um, the movie Looper, I was I was looking I was seeing if they had the James Bond movies in movies anywhere. They don't, um, but I saw Looper. Now Looper's on sale for five bucks. Okay, um, and now that's a movie that I bought Blu-ray. I put the digital code in, but I don't have it digitally because it's in, I think it's attached to my iTunes, or it might have actually been a uh, ultraviolet one. So I'm like, okay, well for five bucks I get Looper the movie. Plus all of the special features for five bucks. And I'm like, well, that seems kind of fair. I've never really bought a movie just through movies anywhere because I'm kind of you know, I'm like, well, I don't really look at that app because I don't have it. Um, now Looper on Voodoo, by the way, is fourteen dollars.
2: Yeah.
1: And it comes and it comes with no special features. So a part of me is like, well, then clearly it looks like if I were to buy, if I were in the market to buy Looper digitally, because I'm sure if I scan it, it might not come up. It might be two dollars and it might be a standard edition, and it won't be the special features. Why not just buy it through Movies Anywhere for five bucks? Get everything I want and a good copy of it. Right. It's just um, it's it's amazing how like you have to you have to hunt for the right deal.
0: You have to shop around. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 I do it's,
1: it's frustrating
0: <laughs> I mean it's 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 I mean it's 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 fun it really I mean you have to you have to kind of make fun of it you know like like just just you know like look <coughs> for stuff and go all right well you know what what's you know what's what's available what can I get and what's what's it gonna cost me and you know and that's and that's really what it comes down to because you're not uh there, there's never gonna be a um uh, an easy way of doing anything, you know. I mean, that's right. a, that's the thing. I mean, like this whole like switch over from basically going to cable or satellite to this kind of streaming service. I mean, it's all over the place, and it's it's just this huge hodgepodge of stuff. So you have to search for things, you know. And that's why I always tell people, I'm, I'm like, do your research, you know. Like, just because you can't find it somewhere doesn't mean it does. You can't get it, you know. And it's right. just like whether you, like you want to pay for it or not is is what's, what comes down to it you know like cuz like like when i search on my roku not everything comes up you know on it because it's it doesn't it's not indexed you know on roku that way right. but if i if i look online like if i do search through google through you know my computer it tells you oh if you go to this app and it's just like well, not you know Ruku didn't tell me that so now I you know I, I get the app you know and, and you get it for free or you me have to pay like a couple bucks for it and you go well at least now I get to see this whatever I want it you know kind of thing but I did, I to do sure. a little bit more digging so that's where it comes down to so like like the digital films because there's there's a website I'm I've I'm, I'm been toying with um, uh, it's called um, where is it uh, movie sometimes. Uh, uh, it's moviesometimes and apparently it's it's discounted um prices for digital movies, uh to to go you know to 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 find you know like their current ones you're not really gonna get too much of a you know cheap price, but like like uh, Birds of Prey uh for example is eight forty five because it's an older movie, uh Spider Man right. into the Spider Verse is now six ninety six you know it's it's it was fifteen bucks now it's like seven you know like. Rogue right. One is six ninety six. Uh, you know, uh, Bad Boys for Life is eight ninety five now. Uh, really? Yeah. Um, The Last Jedi is three dollars and ninety five cents. Yeah. Wow. Um, couple I see here. Toy Story four. Just
1: to let you know, sidebar: the James Bond Ultimate Collection bundle on Vudu is hundred and fifty bucks. Right? It's all twenty. It's right now. It's twenty four Bond movies from Doctor No. All the way to Spectre, right? Mm-hmm. No special features, and none of them are available on Movies Anywhere.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: So if you wanted them, you would have like I own Skyfall. Um, I don't own Spectre, as a uh, you know that's the I think that's the only Bond movie I have digitally. One of them, as a, much as a Bond fan of it, I am, I'm always like. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> It's it's kind of frustrating. because I'm sitting there going, well, wow, if I had fu money, it'd be like, oh, a hundred and fifty dollars for the Bonds movies, Psh, done. <laughs> you know, I ain't got that kind of money. Right. Mm.
0: So I mean, you know, I mean, you know, like there's there's like I said, there's a long 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 not a long list, but a, a good list of movies that you could you could find, you know, a, a cheap good decent price for. So if you if you're looking for a movie. You could probably find it there and and you know and, and buy it. But some like some movies are still expensive. Like Revenge of the Sith is fifteen bucks still. You know on on this thing. So you go, oh no, cause right. it was twenty five. So they they dropped it down to fifteen. You know, but that's the, you know that's that's a thing. Like like I said, I don't think these are any any really new movies or whatever. But you know, it's it's slightly older movies. If you if you go, oh you don't want this digitally? Well, you know, look look it up and see if you know, so you can find it somewhere. Because that's the thing. Like I do, I'm trying to find it as cheaply as I can. I mean, that's the reason why I'm cutting the cord. It's like, you know, like these digital codes and you're going, 15 bucks. I'm like, I can go buy it uh, for that much. I can go go to, like, I can go to Target or I can go to Walmart and get it for that much and get the digital copy and a Blu-ray and, you know, or a DVD. Sure. You know. Um,
1: know, I don't remember last week we were talking about, you know, um, Mr. Holmes, the movie. mm -hmm. I haven't watched it yet. But it is available to buy for five bucks on Vudu, because <laughs> I put it on my wish list. Of like, so I'm like, okay, well, maybe I can probably buy that. Maybe, you know. Um, I'm trying to see like now. Now I'm curious. I'm like, okay, well, is it on, Mister? Um, if is is it on uh, what do you call? It? Movies now.
0: Movies anywhere.
1: Yeah, movies anywhere, and it doesn't look like it is. Which is, I mean, again, granted, I know none of them are going to do that, but I just find it oddly weird, oddly kind of kooky.
0: Well, that that you brings know. that brings up an interesting question. I have to have to see now here.
1: <laughs> like, I'm looking at okay, um, on movies anywhere they have like a Marvel section, and I one movie I know I don't have digitally on Voodoo is Ant Man, so. There is an option to buy. No price, just an option to buy. If I click on that, it'll give me the selected – I can select my retailer, and it says, okay, well, voodoo. So I can go to my voodoo thing, and if I click on that, it'll tell me that it is 20 bucks. It's like, oh, okay, well, I don't really want to buy that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's a fun little game that I've been playing lately. Like I'm bored. I'm going through voodoo, going, okay, well, this is free with ads. How much is it? You know, And then I go, okay, do I want to get it? Like um, Monster Squad is like a movie that I like and I enjoy. Um, I've been kind of itching to watch the Keanu Reeves Constantine movie. I think I have it downstairs, so I'm, I'm thinking about maybe scanning it and paying 2 bucks. But if it's $2 for it, a standard edition, why not see if it's available and a high def resolution, which I think it is.
0: Um, well, see, if you scan, if you it, it, scan it, they off, sometimes they offer the high high def for five bucks versus the two bucks. But here's the question, oh. and here's the thing: yeah. I think with Consi, I'm going to double check real quick here, because obviously that's one of the movies I would scan if I was doing this. Right. And I can't remember. I'm looking, and nope. Oh uh, no! It, it, it worked. It did. Yep, you can scan
1: it. Well, okay. It like, yeah, but if you.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying. I gonna
1: say, <laughs> I gonna say like, geez, how much is the price?
0: I think it was two bucks. I think I scanned it for. Okay. You know. That's I, right. You
1: know. Just give you the option for a high def version, though.
0: Yeah, it did. I think. Oh, okay, it did. I think so. Yeah, I think okay. it was like five bucks for the high def. But like I said, some of them, some of them are high, high def for two dollars right if you scan it okay. in so so i think we've yeah, gone
1: right now is eight dollars for the high-def version oh.
0: <laughs> all right well we need that we need to end this show because we've gone yeah, so way we're, we're fast. Going,
1: like, people are like yeah no no one cares about voodoo stuff
0: <laughs> i think they've all tuned out at I, this point
1: I, I stream my movies through blah 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 blah
2: blah
1: <laughs> all right well there you have it folks uh thanks for listening if you haven't already done it, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters.
1: And, of course, if you have any questions you'd like to have us answer or bring to the show, you can start by contacting Ed at
0: ed at words with Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's S-H-A-W-N.
1: Excelsior.